Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40 year old boy podcast. Are you are you holding up? Are you hanging in there? Are you okay? Are you locked in a house with 17 people? How does this work? I don't know. I don't know how you quarantined yourselves. If your first responders look, I'll tell you this. We've got uh we've got plenty of first responders listening to him. Michael is a cop and our friend Lou is a cop. Uh I've got to have other cops listening to this show. Probably not now. I wouldn't want them listening now, quite frankly. They're supposed to be breaking up street fights. Uh are there street fights? Is that what's happening now because of the pandemic? Uh, did you know there's a pandemic? Have you heard about that? Have you heard about the quarantine? Have you heard about the first responders in complete danger all the time? Uh, our buddy Seth is in a hospital. His his uh, lovely wife, Tracy, is home with Harper, and they don't know what's going on. They're just they're hiding in their house, hoping to see him. He's sending them texts going, I'll see you in six weeks or whatever the fuck. And I just, I, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? It's that thing where you're like, ah, I want to help people. I would love to go ahead and reach out and help people and make sure that everybody's okay. But what the fuck am I? I'm alone. I'm alone in my apartment. Because I, I couldn't even imagine. I got to be honest. I mean, it, it goes through my brain. What I would do if I had if I had someone in my house, because, uh, look, it would be great to be to have somebody in the house and you could do crafts projects. Right. I, everybody, everybody. Fucking, here's what everybody's doing now. And I don't I don't get it. Virtually everybody on my social media tree, uh, whether it be Instagram or Facebook, whatever the fuck, uh, people have decided either they're going to they're going to put together a gigantic puzzle or they're going to cut off all of their hair. There, there is no in between. There is no other thing that they could possibly choose to do. Uh, they're either going to sit down with a 1,000 uh, piece extravaganza puzzle of an aquarium and go, well, that's a lot of fucking blue. Or they'll go, hey, what if I had bangs in the back of my head and they shave the fuck out of those? I mean, I, I, it's making people do crazy things. And I understand that. I get that. You know what I mean? Because I think to myself, look, I'm, and look, I'm not doing anything at all. I'm in my house. I'm lurking in my, I'm in my apartment. Um, and I think to myself, what if there was somebody here? Because again, like I said, people, you know, you can coordinate and play board games, whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, I talked to my buddy Pat and I'm like, Hey man, like, how's it going over there? Cause it's him and his, his, uh, his daughter and, and, 
uh, his wife. He's got two kids and his wife and they're there. And I said, how's it going? He's like, ah, it's good. The kids are all in their room and Pilar's working and I'm upstairs doing my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because you raised good kids like they, you know, they they have their own uh, agenda. They, they're good people and, and, and they can handle their own time alone. Uh, you know, if you if you've got but, but, but even so, you're going to reach a breaking point at some point. I've been snowed into a house before where you would like eight people all on top of one another. And eventually someone pulls out a steak knife and goes, watch out, man. Because that's what I would do. I, if I had somebody here, because, uh, again, you think to yourself, man, it'd be great. You know, we'd, we'd uh, I don't know, we'd read sonnets. Maybe we'd do that sort of thing. We'd cook. We'd fuck. And then we would uh, and then we would watch TV and then we'd fuck. Because uh, that's because I will tell you that that's that is the one thing that I can't uh, stop thinking about, which is crazy. Right. I mean, it's because I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, uh, there's nobody here for me to fuck in California anyway. So it's not like I'm, I'm a guy who's like, uh, if only I could I'd drive two blocks, I would rail the shit out of somebody. Uh, that's not happening. So it's, it's not like I'm one of those dudes who's like, oh, I'm so trapped without fucking. No, you, you know, you, it works that way. You, you know, when you're in a long distance thing or whatever, it happens every couple of months or every three months or whatever the fuck. Uh, and I got a left hand and a mouthful of spit. So I mean, I'm fucking ready to go. That's fine. Uh, I, I have a, I got a half a jug of Astro Glide, Glide left. I don't think I, every time I go to Walgreens, I walk past two to see if that's a, there's a shortage of that. I'm like, should I start hoarding the Astro Glide? Is that going to happen? Uh, cause I got plenty of spit to get me through this crisis. I'm sure there's no doubt about that. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you want to go ahead and have a jar or a jug or anything else that begins with a J. Uh, <laughs> so you go ahead of that on hand as you're going to be jerking off because that is not ha- that's happening all the fucking time. Um, wake up in the morning. Check the internet, take care of some business. Yeah, and it's and it's funny. It's become a code now when I talk to uh, uh, people. Uh, some people know what that means. And some people don't. But uh, but also you feel. Eh, I look. You know what it means. The fuck. But if I had somebody here in the house, man, like I said, you'd be fucking all the time. You'd be like, all right, this is gonna be awesome. But then you couldn't fuck all the time. You'd want to. You'd think to yourself, yeah, this would be great, crazy sex. But even with my ex, who was we burned the fucking place down half the time. You know that that wasn't. We weren't. You know, eventually you're gonna look at each other and go, all right, we should read a book or something, right? If I had somebody in my apartment, I would probably it would be it would be torn. I'd be torn between like I said, there's puzzles. Fuck puzzles. I got no interest in puzzles. No, thank you. But we'd be cooking maybe and fucking, of course, and watching TV shows. But I I think I would also (laughs) because I know me and I've thought about this. Like I would probably set a record for the amount of times this was said. What? (laughs) Like I I wish that wasn't the case, but I think to myself, because even now. I won't lie. You know, I, I, uh, I, I'm dating, uh, you know, where, where I'm, you know, there's a, I have a lovely friend. She lives out of town and we talk quite a bit. Um, but, but I suggested like a week ago, I'm like, Hey, you know what? Why don't we just talk every day? Let's do that. Let's at least FaceTime, uh, just to say hi or bye or fuck you or goodnight or whatever the fuck. Let's just do that. It's a, it's a good way to kind of stay in everybody, each other's orbit. Cause we text all day. Anyway, we're texting back and forth, whatever she's got going on and what I'm doing. And I'm like, it would be kind of cool too. If we, did maybe a FaceTime thing at night because that might be good, you know, and she's like, all right, no, that's really cool. And so it's been a week and uh, and uh, she's she's diligent. And I have to admit, uh, you know, I'm, I'm recording this Friday morning, uh, like, well, late Thursday, early Friday morning. And yesterday, Thursday, uh, she texted me and she's like, hey, you know, you want to talk? And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I want, man. Like it's that thing where you want you. It's cool to have somebody to talk to and stuff. Uh, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, I, cause, cause here's why. And again, I think I've probably covered this on the show here. Um, 
I, I don't have a fucking thing to say. I got, I got nothing to say. Like I, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll FaceTime and I'll just go, tell me about your day. What did you do? And she's got, cause she's living her life. She's sending me photos. She's out walking around. She's got an umbrella. She's got like 37 cats and she's doing this stuff. She's attending things and zooming people and just having fun. Uh, and she's, she's, you know, she's in it. And I'm like, that's amazing. Uh, I, I am setting a record for how many blankets one person can lay under for consecutive minutes. Like I, I, I am laying under 37 blankets. I, I, I couldn't even, it's to the point now where if you ever go to another, uh, there's right here in, in LA, we have overpasses, uh, like viaducts and, and there's people sleeping in tents and, uh, I, I have to think I look like them at this point half the time. I mean, I, I'm I'm either at my desk or I'm on the couch. Uh, but I, I also, in addition to that, though, you know, homeless people don't have a laptop in their fucking lap staring at Twitter or whatever the fuck else is going on in the goddamn world. Um, but I, you know, we're doing we're you, you, this is what you do. You know what I mean? So I, I, I had nothing to say. And I even said to her, I go, look, I, we can talk. And look, you know me, I can talk. I mean, I can fill the fucking gaps. And uh, and stuff like that. But I have to admit, I'm just like, uh, because I I get in my head where I'm like, I'm not saying anything interesting here. This is not good. You know, you you have a cool life and you zoom in people and you're doing all this fun stuff. and You got relatives and family. And, uh, you know, I, I don't I I've texted my brother once. I'm, I am I don't know. You know what the thing is? Here's the thing. I might just be fucked. Like, I might just be a bad guy. Like, I'm because it's not like anybody's reaching out to me and go, what's going on, dude? Um, I I. Do connect with people over Twitch when I do the live stream stuff like that, and that's fun. I did a just chatting thing a couple of days ago, and that was totally cool, where it was just me uh, talking, which I like, and I think I might do more of that. But, you know, but but at the same time, if I do that, then I have to have people on the chat stream that I can engage with. Because if it's just me, and look, I can pull stuff out of my fucking brain. That's the, that's the things I keep saying I can't, but then I do. I mean, I can fill the fucking gap, but at that point, am I just am I just filling the fucking gap? I don't fucking know. Because I'll tell you what, again, as I've talked about, man, everybody, everybody's filling the fucking gap. I don't, I don't know how these people wound up with guitars. I just, I really don't. When the, I just, I wish there would be a disease that would somehow ruin guitar strings. Could we do that? Could you, could it just infest the body of a, of a, of a Les Paul or a fucking ovation or whatever the fuck you're playing and have the wood break down? Can we just get termites? Can we get termites to bite everybody's ukulele slash fucking uh, uh, acoustic guitar? Um, some dude shows up in my fucking Facebook feed the other day. Now, I don't even, I, you know, not even the other day. He showed up day after day, uh, sitting down in my lonely room day after day. And this fucking guy shows up and he's not, uh, he's, he's not good. I mean, I don't know if he's good or not. What the fuck do I know, man? But he's in his den. It doesn't matter how good you are. You're in your fucking den. You're in your den. Uh, you're, it's it's very difficult for you to be like, hi, I'm professional musician Jones. Please welcome me in front of my own fireplace and look at that fish I caught. Get the fuck off my screen. What are you doing, man? Hang up your guitar. Go. You know what? Do me a favor. Go work on a puzzle. I know that seems like something everybody's doing, but that's what you are. That's your fucking speed. You know, I, if, if you're playing the acoustic again, I keep waiting for Belushi to come in and smash the fuck out of all these guys' instruments. God damn it. Stop. Uh, but this dude, here was the thing. This dude kept showing up in my feed like every day and he was going live all the time because there's a lot of people out there now that are just, um, it's all monkey hour. You know what I mean? And, and I don't, 
I have to be honest, I don't blame them and I understand it. And because my instinct is to do it every day too. Like part of me is like, well, you know what, man? You've got a lot of time. You can stay connected with people. You go out and do a show. You can go ahead and talk. You can do whatever, a meet and greet, whatever the fuck. But everybody's going to be, it's, you know what? If I start doing that, all of you, you know what all of you are going to do? You're going to look at the screen and go, what? <laughs> That'll be your way of telling me, hey, buddy, we don't need this anymore, okay? We don't need you going ahead and fucking showing up and doing all this kind of nonsense because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but maybe you do. I don't, again, I can't, I can't. I'm bamboozled by this whole fucking thing. But this fucking dude shows up on my stream and uh, and he's, you know, he's got... He's wearing like a fucking chambray shirt. You know, you can just see he's like, I'm going to, I got to get a dig in the old closet for my show clothes, you know, just fucking Facebooking the shit out of himself, singing George on his mind or whatever the fuck. I it just, and, and good. And, and by the way, that song's been stuck in my fucking head for, for a week. I heard it once. Glenn Campbell's a motherfucker. That guy will just get under your skin. Southern nights. Boom. That guy is a fucking machine. Yeah. Like a Ryan blue, boo, doo. Heading down the freeway and I'm looking in that girl's face and I'll tell you right now there's Georgia on my mind. Fuck. Glenn Campbell. Uh, he, he died a whistlehead, right? Didn't he fucking lose his faculties? He went fucking bananas. Um, I don't think it was his fault. I, I think he got the, he got the fucking, uh, the, the brain worms, right? Didn't he get the fucking, uh, something ate him out from the inside. He had a fucking, a skull, a skull worm, a parasite. Or, uh, did he get the fucking, uh, the dementia, Right. That's what he had. Do they call it the dementia? Is that how they do it these days? You know who calls it the dementia? Anybody with the dementia. That's what they call it. They go, hey, I, I think I might have the dementia. I might have the HIV. I got the Rona. I got it. Because this, you know what you need to do is you need nicknames for diseases. That's what we need. Nobody, because look, nobody wants to go, I have lupus. You got to say, hey, I got the loop-de-loo. And everybody's like, holy fuck, you must be terribly uh, upset. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I kind of am. But but if you call it the loop-de-loo, it doesn't sound so bad. It kind of takes the edge off. If you've got lupus, you're like, oh, fuck. Like if you had the mumps, right? But if you but if you said you got the uh, mumbly peg, you're like, all right, I got the mumbly peg. That's kind of cool. Hey, let's go out and have a fucking uh, maypole and do the mumbly peg. Well, no, you're contagious. Well, I don't care. Let's get me out there. It sounds like a fun disease to have. And then we'll all grab a fucking uh, uh, ribbon and we'll do the up and the under and the over and we'll have midsummer and then we'll uh, the the other witches in the coven will push that guy's ass while he's fucking that chick. And then the other girl will scream and everybody will scream therapy with them and then a guy will go into the fucking death lodge and get set on fire. I like it. Uh, Rent Midsummer, if you haven't seen it, it's sad. Movie's bananas. Holy fuck, that that movie's as bananas as Glenn Campbell's head. I, honestly, I think that might have happened. You know what? Glenn Campbell, he got the fucking, he got the crazy brain worms, and then he typed out Midsummer and he died. And then the the guy from fucking who who uh, who made the other movie? What the fuck? What's the other movie that he made? Paranoid or it's Tony Collette in a bed, right? Isn't that? I didn't even hear. I haven't seen it. And everybody's like, dude, you gotta fucking see that Paranoid, Hysteria, Heredity. I, I'm guessing I'm in the I'm in the neighborhood. I hate fucking things up because here's the thing, I, you know, fucking Max writes me. He's like, hey, you fucked these things up. And I'm like, yes, I know. And then other people will write me and go, hey, ha ha, you screwed this up. I'm like, yes, I know. I know, man. I'm old. You know what I mean? I got the, I've got the Campbell disease. The Campbell's coming for me. My my head's a fucking Campbell head. <laughs> Fuck a scramble head. I got a goddamn Campbell head. That's what I got. Uh, George on my mind. Fuck that. I got Campbell on my mind. And I'm starting to think I might be slipping away. Slipping a slipping away. Slipping away. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's not Glenn Campbell. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Something important, right? Puzzles. Um, being alone. Aren't you alone? Who's all alone? Are you alone? Are, but, but again, I can't decide what's worse. Being alone? Because I don't mind being alone. I don't. There's days where sometimes it kind of rears its head where you're just like, fuck, what a drag. Um, but if I had other people here, it'd be fucking terrible. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm a fucking mess. 
So after two days or three days, you'd be like, all right, we let's uh, can we fuck again? Let's fuck again. That'd be cool. That was one of the things. I will be honest with you. With my ex, I, I, you know, I absolutely fucking, that's all day. Like literally, we'd get out of bed at like two in the afternoon. It was fucking awesome. And I loved it. But it was also because I, that was how I could relate to her. That was, I was like, yeah, cool. Now we're getting, that's how we got along. I was fine with that. That was the one thing that absolutely fucking locked in. And then after that, it was like, oh man, we got to talk. And I, and sometimes, look, sometimes I did like talking, but a lot of the times it was just like, I was, uh, you know, like I said, I, I would read a, if I, 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 <laughs> I, I knew early on that like if I, if I'd watch a show or something, she'd just, she'd pout. Like I wasn't paying attention. What the fuck? I'm not going to talk about this. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that, and also like, so now here in the house, I've got anything to do. I need to pull out. I need to pull out of the spin. Cause that's the thing is we don't have, uh, I don't have a puzzle. I don't need a fucking puzzle. You know, I can go on the internet. I can read. I got plenty of things that I can do. Cause that's the thing is I see all these people doing this thing where they're cutting their fucking hair and all that bullshit. And I'm like, I don't, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I don't, you're insane for the, Oh, I didn't, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about the fucking guy in my fucking Facebook feed. I didn't even know this guy, but he kept showing up. And a lot of times I'll have people that I, I that I know on Facebook, uh, that I just accepted as friends because of the show. You know what I mean? I don't know them personally, but they'll write me a note. Now, in the er- in the oldie, the oldie days, the early days, the old, I said the old days and the early days, the oldie days, the earl days, uh, someone would try to be my friend and I would just accept it. I would just go, cool, because I just figured it was somebody who listened to the show. And then an hour later, somebody would be like, hey, have you been on Facebook? Because there's like 40 ads for Nikes on your page. You'd be like, ah, motherfuckers. You'd have to ban that and tell this guy, oh, thanks. Because it was always some guy named like Ralph Wilson, but then he'd look and he lived in Seoul, Korea. You're like, oh, I should have checked this out a little further. So after that burned the shit out of me a few times, I was like, all right, well, now if somebody asked me my friend, I will go look at their page, you know, to make sure just to make sure that they're a fucking person. Right. Just to go see if they're a, a, a living, breathing. They're a walking, talking, living, walking, living doll. I'd have to check their page. And, uh, and if they were, that's fine. Then I would, I would go, yes, friends, friends, we are Facebook friends. And we would pinky swear. And then I'd cut my hand. They'd cut their palm. We'd shake it. Although that's gone now with the fucking Rona. Look at all the fucking rituals that are going to be gone. Uh, you can't spit in your hand anymore and shake hands on, on something on a bet. And you can't also, you can't become blood brothers anymore. That's fucking gone. I think even regular handshakes are gone. I heard, I heard Dr. Fauci's just like, Hey man, we can't do that. And, and by the way, I, I, I look, I love Dr. Fauci. I love this fucking guy. I, I just love him because he's trying to put out fires all the time because the, the, the fucking Wookiee that runs this fucking country is just like, duh, take this drug, duh, what do you got to lose, duh, put some tussin on it, duh, and then fucking Dr. Fauci just got his, he's rubbing his temples just like, yeah, do me a favor, um, don't boil chicken bones, all right, that's not gonna fucking work, what do you got to lose, they boil the chicken bones all the time, hey, I tell you what, hey, get, 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 shut the fuck up. You fucking haircut. What a fucking dick bag. Oh, hate him. Hate him so much. And it's even worse now because Bernie dropped the fuck out. So now he's going to be going against this other fucking, this, this fucking sentient mop, this fucking old, ridiculous, goddamn corpse, crypt keeper motherfucker. What is going on? What a terrible debate it's going to be. We got, I think 177 and 174, they're running against one another. It's just like, I don't, what the fuck? This country is going to be run again by fucking the, these, these dudes who used to lick stamps. Do you understand that? Do you understand how old these men are? They used to have to lick fucking stamps. Not that Trump ever licked a fucking stamp in his life. He probably had some black guy in the office who said, open up there, darky, slap, slap, put it on a fucking envelope, mailed off a fucking eviction notice to somebody because he's a fucking cunt. Oh, but Biden the same. 
Biden's in Delaware, just fucking, he's got, he raises, you know, I, I love also when, they, when everybody's surprised at these people's, that their kids are just such fucking pieces of work. You know, he's got Hunter Biden. He's got the other Biden who had like, he's been, they've all been sued. They're working in the Ukraine or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, why are you shocked? None of these guys are going to be a teamster. All right. They're raised in privilege fucking forever. Look at Trump's fucking kids. He used to slap the shit out of Don Jr. at college. Eric's a goofy ass horse face. Tiffany's in fucking witness protection. Ivanka's just fucking floating around like a goddamn wraith. I mean, I don't and and getting every fucking job in the world. How, how much? That's the only good thing about this. How much does it fucking burn? the fuck out of Don Jr. and Eric that Jared Kushner gets everything. I mean, he, he hires his family for fucking, he's like, Kushner, oh, Jared can do it. Jared can do all this dumb shit. And fucking Ivanka's a dope. And she's just like, hey, I used to sell purses, but now I run the fucking country. Weird. How fucking, they've been handed the keys. These, these fucking steak makers, these fucking gypsy tambourine bangers. These, you know what, if they were, if they weren't born in a privilege, their jobs would have been giving seminars in motherfucking conference rooms around hotels in fucking Schenectady. But for some reason, we handed them the keys of this fucking country and they are torching the fuck out of it. And, and the same goes for Biden. He's another one. If he hadn't been in fucking Delaware, was there nobody else in Delaware to vote for? He's another one of those dudes that gets voted like 800 fucking times. They just keep getting voted into office over at McConnell, 78 I mean, there has to be a bar. There has to be a point where you go to the the fucking, I'm 52, okay? I'm 52 years old. And I'm, like I said, I know I'm voting for kids because my life is over. I don't give a shit about the planet for the next 20 years. I'm just trying to make sure it's okay for the rest of the people because I, I, I see it beaten to death. This whole fucking planet is on a clothesline and somebody's got a tennis racket knocking the shit out of it, trying to get the dust and the old people out of it. And it's not fucking working because the old people are just clinging to it. Jesus, fuck they, that's they, they, these renovations in medicine, these innovations in pills to keep their fucking tickers rolling. Just fucking, you know what? Logan's run the shit out of these people. All right. Throw them into a fucking wood chipper and turn them into Soylent Green. Me too. I'm 52. My, well, give me to 70. Give me 18 years. At 70, that's it. At 70, you should, you should, it should be like fucking John Shuck and MASH in the movie MASH when they just fucking, they, they lay him in a coffin and then someone sings, then Sally Kellerman takes a shower and they pull the fucking tent down and we all get to see her tits. Let's fucking do that. Whenever you turn 70, you see Sally Kellerman's tits. That's the end. You just get, somebody sings suicide is painless. You lay the fuck down and they pretend like you're going to die, but you really do. You fucking check out. And also these people who don't want to fucking die, they're like, uh, we must stay alive. Uh, why? Don't you think Jesus has a fucking like a recliner waiting for you so you can watch fucking football the rest of your life up there with him? Shake hands and be happy. Instead, you got to tell the rest of the world, no, I, I got to fix it for you guys. And look, believe me, I recognize that this is not what I should be talking about. I recognize that. But we've spun off. And that's just when you're alone, and you got nothing else going on. You're not going out of your fucking house. This is the shit that comes into your fucking head. And you just see. And because, again, when Bernie dropped out this week. And yes, Bernie's a thousand. I get it. But but. And look, I've been fooled before. I voted for Bill Clinton. That guy made me excited. I voted for Obama twice. I voted for Hillary twice. I was like, yeah, awesome. These are, this is theirs going to get it done. And, and then, and here we are. Instead, everybody handed the keys to, to a, to a gold plated fucking dope. <laughs> and if you like him, cool. I mean, that's fine. But every night he's on TV now and he's giving, he does these fucking, he's on TV like, 
Because I, 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 I don't know I don't know fuck all about TV in the 50s But I talked before about how there was nothing on So they gave There was Jack LaLanne Was a dude who did fucking exercise shows And he literally was on every day He's doing like fucking push-ups There's an old man doing push-ups On your television set And they're like Alright It's a new medium Let's fucking get this guy in here In a tight shirt And have him do some high ayahs It's fucking awesome I love it Hey you How about you want to do burpees In prime time Of course you do Well we've we've advanced from that We don't have a fucking exercise guy Now we Now we got fuckhead with with just the wheels turning in his house, misusing the word powerful a hundred times and just and just stepping on his dick and telling reporters they're nasty. And then you got reporters. Who's the asshole from the Post who asked him about the Tiger King the other day? Someone, someone actually asked Trump about Tiger King. Like at that point, like every reporter in the room, because again, look, this whole thing's a sham. All right. In my opinion, I mean, I, the, the reporters need to fucking wake up. Trump, Pence. The only ones in there that you trust are Dr. Fauci and Dr. Scarf, whoever the fuck her name is. Which, who's, how, how much of a wardrobe has that chick got? How much money have you spent on clothes over the last 80 years when you were telling people what medicine to take? Jesus Christ. Um, but how haggard is Fauci? That guy's like 75. He's trying to save the planet. But also, if you read anything about that guy, he's publishing papers still on like other diseases, which kind of, I gotta be honest, I was kind of bummed out when I heard that. They're like, hey, no, he's also got some, uh, some track record now where he's taking a long look at rubella. And I'm like, well, that's good, but maybe we get back to the corona. Coronavirus, although for him, maybe, you know, Rubella's like a fucking walk in the park where he's just kind of like, Jesus Christ, I can't talk anymore about fucking Corona with this gigantic fucking loon. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit in a quiet room and I'm going to pour myself a fucking Hennessy and I'm just going to knock out about a thousand words on Rubella. How's that sound? Maybe that's how that guy relaxes. He used to be a point guard in college. Then he learned about medicine. He's all about germs and shit like that. And I mean, if you've got to stand next to Trump and listen to him fucking bloviate. And, and also by the time you get out of that press conference, if you're anywhere within Trump's fucking radius with it within his fucking orbit. You're just getting sprayed with Trump spit because does he look like a guy who controls his fucking spit? No, that spit comes. I got I got news for you. If anything, Trump's spit is more eager to leap out of his body because it knows that it's inside Trump. It's like, get me the fuck out of here. Let me climb out of Fauci. That guy seems to know what the fuck is going on. I spit would rather be on a Fauci suit than in a Trump's mouth. And I don't blame it. Uh, Donald Trump used to. He's fucking dead. Does it just not? He's fucked everybody he's ever wanted to fuck. Basically, he's got he's got it's all the money. But how much? How that's the only good thing. Like I said, is that it dry? It has to drive Don Jr. and Eric nuts that he fucking pe- keeps putting Jared in charge of everything. It's funny. There's a scene in Animal House where they take fucking Flounder to the grocery store, and uh, <laughs> they shove first they shove like a steak in his pants. He's like the fuck. They're like relax, and then they take him to an aisle and. Uh, Otter's looking at a bottle of like cooking oil or something and he just throws it in the air and flounders behind him and he goes, oh, I don't know. And he catches it. And then off camera, Otter leaves and he just starts throwing shit at Flounder and Flounder catches like all of it. Like I think he biffs a fucking frozen pizza, but he's literally catching everything. Doom, 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 and they're just throwing it at him and he's catching it all because they're going to steal it all. And I, I, that was exactly what I thought of when they said Kushner was now in charge of the coronavirus. Because in my head, I was just like, you know what? They're just, it's, that's who Kushner is. He's, he's flounder. They just keep throwing shit at him and he keeps trying to catch it. Because they're like, hey, man, you want to fix peace in the Middle East? Sure. Hey, you want to do the coronavirus? Of course. Hey, the global economy is about to fucking fracture. Let's throw Jared on it. And, and it's like, he doesn't fix any of them. He doesn't do any of it. But he keeps getting moved around to be in charge of whatever the fuck. The Middle East thing cracked me up. I'm just like, Really? You're just, you should be disqualified from ever talking about the Middle East because your name is Jared. That's it. It should be, if there, if your name is not Moises or, or fucking Ingmar or something like that, you don't get to talk about the Middle East peace process. If you're not a Yasir, 
If you're not a Mahakam, then nobody wants to fucking hear from you, man. The Jared? You think if you're if you're the Palestinians, if you're the if you're the is the people from Israel, I, I guess I'm going to say that, the Israelites. Is that is that a an old term? I don't know. Jewish people, whatever the fuck. If you're over there and you're just you're you're literally just staring at each other over a fucking line forever. I don't know if there's a wailing wall and a, and a dead sea and you're all fucking looking at one another and everybody's giving everybody the side eye and there's fucking bombs and the Gaza Strip and all that. And this fucking ridiculous sentient fucking jar of miracle whip sashays in. Hey, how you doing, fellas? My name's Jared. I'm going to fix this whole goddamn thing. How did they not cut him to pieces? How do you not literally slice and dice that motherfucker and put every piece of him in the holes in the wailing wall and make a prayer that he never fucking comes back? Do that shit, man. What the fuck? Oh, but it, but but Trump trusts him, and then everybody's cool with it. Like I, I mean, like the people in government. Like I, I don't know. Maybe there are. Do you like Jared? Is that am I completely off base on this? Is this a guy you trust? Because this fucking guy is not. He doesn't fix any of it. They're like, yeah, you know what? He's got a Middle East peace plan, and then he works on that for like six weeks. We don't hear his fucking name. And then they're like, hey, we're gonna throw him in charge of the coronavirus. It's like, well, I mean, look, not for nothing. Uh, has he finished the Middle East yet? Fuck this, man. It's it's just ridiculous. So you don't you don't how can you have any fucking coronavirus pudding if you don't finish your Middle East meat? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Finish your Middle East meat before you get your coronavirus pudding. Fucking Jared head on a fucking swivel, spinning around getting every goddamn job thrown his way. Meanwhile, Don and Eric are off killing gazelles by the fucking dozen because they're so frustrated they hate their dad, they hate the the Jared, they hate all of it. Um and fucking, and now Don's, he's railing that fucking frozen face chick from the Fox network. And I don't even think, does Eric have a wife? I don't even fucking know. What's he doing? I mean, he, they put him in a box after he fucking like, at the end of February, he's like, ha ha, this is the best time to buy stocks. And he cracks his knuckles into a microphone like I just did. And then the whole fucking market bottoms out. And then Don's got to fucking hide him in a goddamn box in the basement of the White House next to the Ark of the Covenant. Literally, that's, that's exactly what they did. They fucking top men showed up, put Eric in a fucking box and wheeled him to the back. You'll never be able to find him again after that bullshit that he pulled. And they don't, And he also, you know, let's be honest. There's a Here's the reason. We all know why Trump sends fucking Jared to do all this bullshit. It's because, it, I, I, honestly, he's just trying to impress Ivanka. Like, like he's listening to her. He trusts her. He wants her in a in a weird way. I'm not saying. And I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, he wants to fuck his daughter. Uh. I I mean, maybe in a weird way, yes. But I think more or less, it, it's it's just because he's such a narcissistic fuck. He wants nobody. He wants her to love nobody above him. Like he's like. He wants to constantly be the most important man in her life. So that's why he tries to keep fucking Jared busy. And also, he hates his fucking kids. We know this. Because he's a narcissistic fucking jagoff. So to him, nothing they did could have lived up to anything he wanted them to do. But conversely, if somehow Don or Eric was fucking smart or likable, he would shit on them all the fucking time because they would be taking a spotlight or taking any sort of shine off of him. Like he would not. He's incapable of taking pride in the achievements of of his sons because it would mean that people were thinking of his sons rather than him. That's that's just who he is as a fucking guy. He's just such a this this is the most look, we didn't I didn't know Thomas Jefferson. I didn't know that fucking guy. I, I mean I read about him certainly. Cause again, we get and now uh, dude, let me ask you this. Cause I mean I'm old, all right? So I remember in history books, like we read all about, you know, ah, George Washington, father of our country. And then of course there was, you know, John Adams and all these other fucking guys. Thomas Jefferson, you know, all men are created equal. And uh 
you know, that's that's the bill of gold, bill of goods we were sold in school. So I believe it, all right? Because that's that's what I was raised to believe in school. These guys were, they were this, he was this, they were good, they're the fathers of our country, and they fucking, you know, they the founding fathers, and they believed in this shit, whatever the fuck. And now, um, don't don't you have to kind of do a double take and look back and just go, hey man, um, were these guys fucking terrible? Like they might've been fucking terrible. Like we got statues and we root for them and in school we're taught all this shit. Cause again, have you ever thought going forward what they're going to teach about Donald Trump going forward? Can you imagine? Cause I don't have kids, whatever the fuck, but in fucking 12 years or 15 years when some kid goes into high school and, and look, I'm presuming a lot to think that we're going to be here in 12 years. I'm also presuming a lot to think that there'll be school in 12 years because they may well have just fucking portioned us all off into Amazon fucking habit trails and we're constantly working there. That's the only school we get. You get to, you, you're, you're all taking we're all taking a, a master class in fucking Bezos. I'm hey, I'm majoring in Bezos with a minor in I can't go to the bathroom. That's what I do at Amazon University. Uh, but instead. You know, the, the if there is school, if there is still school and learning and books and whatever the fuck, can you? What are they going to write about this guy in textbooks? You can't present it. You know, you're, it's so complex you can't discuss it. Like there, there would have to be a whole class where you would major in this fucking guy. And I mean, psych majors and everybody other just to deconstruct this fucking dude. He he's. It's one of those things where because you say when you're you're like ah, oh, I mean he's whatever he says he lies. He's a narcissist. He's this, and you and you think that breaks it down, but he's. He's just a creature of complete id. He's just, and he's always gotten his way. That's the, that's the worst part. How has he always been able to trick people into giving him? He's just always, he's five lies ahead of everybody. But just when they catch up to him, he lies more and he gets out of it. And he just, he's, he's the Duke boys of the fucking government. He's, oh, those Duke boys, we almost got them that time. But good, 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 there you go, those Duke boys. You know, there's fucking Roscoe P. Coltrane and Boss Hogg fucking stepping on their own dicks while the Duke boys and Trump, and, and again, don't it does, it's not lost on me that the car is orange. They fucking jump the fucking hill and then they land and they get away. And meanwhile, there's the fucking hot chick in short shorts hanging around all the goddamn time. That's it. That's the way it works. And I don't know whether it's Ivanka or Melania, but whoever it is, she's in fucking short shorts and he's just like, you do, do. Oh, he gets away from everything. And fucking boss hog is like, I, I, anybody McConnell, who the fuck is it? Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's Pelosi Coltrane. I don't fucking know. Hey, I'm not good at this. I'm just spinning shit out of my fucking brain. I'm going to get a, believe me, I'll get an email correcting me on all of this later. Um, but I don't know, man. He just, he just, he just, I, he's so, it's like, he's so easy to fucking read. But the thing that I can't get past, the thing that I can't fucking figure out is, is why people are on board with it. Why, why people like, cause I look, I, I, I'll, I, I don't know if I've, I'm sure I've talked about this in look, if you, if you want to tune out, go ahead. I know I'm, I, people are sick of hearing about this, but, uh, but I mean, you know, what the fuck am I going to talk about? What I ate this week? You don't want to hear about the fucking shit I've been shoveling into my goddamn face. Jesus Christ. It's, it's just been, it's been chocolate and chips. Like I said last week, it's garbage. I mean, I'm just fucking, I'm, I, I made my mac and cheese last night. I sat down to, that's funny. I sat down with a bowl of mac and cheese and I, and Twitter, and I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, this is what is that? Cause I'm not a guy. look, I don't need caviar. I don't need a big fucking, I don't need to be rich and shit like that. Um, but, but at the same time, when you're sitting down with a bowl of mac and cheese and Twitter, you're, you're, you've you're giving up that is, that is just, you know what that is? That's a, you know what? That's a dinner. That's a white flag dinner. That's what I'm going to call that. That's a, that's a goddamn white flag dinner. You're just waving it in the air, surrendering and just, and just numbing out. That's all you're doing. You're fucking numbing out. 
You're eating whatever comfort you can find. I bought tuna casserole shit, man. I literally, I bought egg noodles, cream and mushroom soup and some tuna. I'm going to make some, uh, just a white trash fucking festival at some point. I'm eating craft fucking mac and cheese. I'm eating fucking chips. I bought, I bought lunch meat, which is good because I like lunch meat. But I mean, still, lunch meat isn't fucking good for you. It's just a sodium bomb. You know what I fucking, you want to talk about comfort food. You know what I did the other fucking day? I was out driving around. I went to fucking five different Walgreens looking for this. Oh, Jesus Christ, what a fucking mess. Um, I was in Walgreens like a week and a half ago. And it's Easter. So they got all the Easter candy out and whatever the fuck. And they had like lemon crisp Kit Kats. And I'm like, well, I'll try those because I'm fat. Uh, but then they also had, um, there's this thing that I love at Christmas time. And it's milk chocolate oranges, okay? And what they are is it's it's basically shaped like an orange and it's in foil and you bang it on the countertop and it's segmented like an orange and it's chocolate but with an orange flavor. So good, really good. So uh, I had a couple of those for Christmas and I always like that time of the season, whatever the fuck, because they come out. So I'm out at Walgreens and I, I, you know, I look at lemon crisp Kit Kats, whatever the fuck. And then catching my eye on the shelf, there is a, uh, there's a milk chocolate raspberry for Easter. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with rabbits or Jesus, but that's fine. Uh, but I bought it. You know, I scooped that motherfucker up. I bought one of those, brought it home, and I ate it. It was fucking delicious because it's candy. It's fucking chocolate and raspberry and whatever the fuck. So I bought that. So then in my brain, I'm like, all right, I got to get another one of those. Uh, so like the next day I went back and they only had two left. So I bought those two at my Walgreens. Uh, and those lasted the weekend because I didn't hoover the fuck out of them. But then it got to be, uh, what was it? it was Monday or Tuesday, I forget. And I was like, fuck, you know, I got to go. And I wanted to leave my house anyway. I wanted to go out because I had to go get fucking bread for sandwiches, whatever. So I left and then I made it a goal. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go find. So I went to my Walgreens. There were none there. So basically I went to fucking five different Walgreens. I, that's, I went all over the fucking place. I got my fucking tracker out. I got calipers, a jeweler's loop. All right. If I go here and I turn here and I cut this, it's only eight minutes. Now, what the fuck? This is the shit fat me used to do all the time. The search for candy. When I did it, when I was looking for the supplies, remember when I was getting supplies all the time from fucking Trader Joe's, I'd go to different locations. Well, I went to all these different fucking Walgreens and they had, and there was no fucking raspberries. Then finally the fifth one I walked in, I'm looking around and like, oh fuck. And I, and dude, I found some crazy shit. I don't know what the fuck I found. There was, you know, listen to me. They've gone insane at the Peeps factory. That's all I'm going to tell you. I don't I don't know. They were like, look, you make Peeps, all right? You know what their flavor they are? They're yellow. They're yellow flavored. It's marshmallow that's yellow. It looks like a duck. Bite the shit out of them and good for you. And I hate them. I, you know me? I don't like marshmallow. I don't like s'mores. I don't like any. I don't like fluff. I don't like any of that bullshit. If you, if you give me, I guess, you know, like a homemade marshmallow at a fancy place, I, I'll try it. But I just don't care. It's just, it's just... It's like eating a sticky pillow. Fuck that, man. It's just fucking gross. Nobody wants that. It's ugh. So you're just like, because you literally put a chunk of marshmallow in your mouth. You're like, and also, and also the worst is like regular marshmallows. I've talked about this a million times. Just the ones that you're supposed to cook over an open fire because they're covered in baby powder. You know what I mean? You open the bag and they got that fucking silt on the outside, like the bottom of a fucking riverbed. And you're supposed to eat that. Ugh, it's just the, the texture of the powder in your fucking mouth. Ah, it's like you licked a baby's ass after you fucking changed his diaper. Ugh. No, thank you. Nobody wants this fucking Johnson's and bullshit Johnson's dessert in my goddamn mouth. Fucking please pour some water in my face and get me the fuck out of here. You can have all the marshmallows you want. I don't give a fuck. You know what's weird to me? There are people who hate mushrooms and I love mushrooms and it's so close to marshmallow and I hate marshmallows and people love marshmallows. I don't, I, there's something there. Go ahead and write, do me a favor. <laughs> Take that and break it down. I love mushrooms. I hate marshmallows. People like marshmallows. They hate mushrooms. I don't know. Can't tell you. It's, 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 it's you know what? It's a mystery. I'm going to call it, you know, what? it's the, <laughs> it's Mr. Mr. Magellan's 
Mike Magellan's Mysterious Marshmallow and Mushroom Mystery. Uh, do I have to write a time code? Is that going to be the name of the fucking thing? It can't be the name because I'll never remember it without fucking the time code. Uh, Michael Magellan. I don't know why I'm Michael Magellan. Michael Magellan's Mysterious Marshmallow and Mushroom Mystery. Why is there a mysterious mystery? That seems like a lot of uh, hyperbole. It's either a mystery or it's mysterious. Uh, like I can't tell you anything that I want to do with yourself. You know, I well now we've got contenders for the name of this show. That's so good. I'm so happy. Let me go ahead and jot this down. Perfect. Uh, fuck, man. I hate marshmallows. So, the fifth store I went to, they had so the peeps are there and the fucking like I said, just make peeps. That's all you got to do. You don't don't fucking tart up your peeps. Why do you got to whore up your peeps? Who who at the peep factory is like you know what, man? We got to get a bigger slice of the peep pie. We got to fucking go ahead and get these people where they live. Let's fucking cut their balls off. Or let's come in. You know what I say? I'm going to fucking come at them right now. Cause, and also, if you're going to go and, and whore up your peeps, fine. Because they're, they're just yellow flavor, which is fine. But if you want to go chocolate, okay, or strawberry, I get it. Um, vanilla, Neapolitan. You know, these are, these, are, these are normal flavors. I'll tell you what, you're already yellow. Be, be lemon. I could see lemon. Kit Kat beat you to it, but I could see you being a lemon peep. Uh, but you know what peep has done? Peeps have gone fucking bananas. Peeps have been, this reminds me of like, I think I've talked about this before. When I was a kid, um, Cheerios had a fucking thing where they had, a, like one time they made, they made uh, these alternate boxes of X's. Like instead of O's, they were like, oh, there's been a mess up at the factory. We made cheery X's. And uh, I was a stand-up at the time, and I, I I made a joke about how it was a tie-in with the Malcolm X movie that was coming out within in like five months. Um, and look, anytime you can tie Malcolm X to a breakfast cereal, let me tell you that. Oh, and, and people love it. People are on board with that. When you take when you take a controversial leader from the 20th century and you tie him right into a breakfast food, everybody's like, oh, delightful. Thank you. Would we serve our Malcolm X with a half a grapefruit? Is he part of a balanced breakfast? Perhaps he is. Uh, let me tell you what, Captain Crunch did not land at Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock and Captain Crunch landed on us. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> look, man, I know I, I suck. I get it. I'm not good at this anymore, but I don't give a fuck. Sometimes I'm funny. All right. Um, uh, all right. The show's late, but I, but you know what? I save it with, I, with, with Captain Crunch and Plymouth Bucket Rock. I make myself laugh occasionally. All right. Um, the peeps people have gone fucking insane, man. I don't, I don't, again, you're yellow, be lemon or whatever the fuck, but I get there dudes. You know what flavor peeps they got now? Brace yourselves. Fucking sit down. Are you sitting down? I fucking hope so. Unless you're on a treadmill. Oh, I wish I was on a treadmill. God damn it. I can't get to the gym. I went to my gym the other day. Well, I'll tell you all about that in a minute, but fucking, um, so <laughs> the fucking marshmallow, there's peeps and they had fucking root beer float flavored peeps. Like, and again, you know me, I'm a flavor guy. I, 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 I like when Oreos and fucking chips go ahead and they go off the deep end and they're like, ha ha, we will reel you in with this, uh, you know, shrimp scampi flavored treat or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, fine, I'm doing it. Great. Maybe more the chips than the Oreos. I don't think I want shrimp scampi Oreos. It sounds kind of nasty. Um, although, you know what? I gotta be honest. I'd bite that thing. I'd bite the fuck out of a shrimp scampi Oreo. How do you not? You gotta see what they fucking make it do. I, you, you look, don't, it's like when people are like black jelly beans are like, ah, fuck, I don't want black jelly beans. It's like, fuck you bite the black jelly bean. Cause you don't know. And everybody's like, oh, I didn't like it when I was a kid. Well, grow up, man. Things have changed. Your tastes have changed. Maybe your palate can handle it now. But then again, I'm a guy who doesn't like sauerkraut or any of that bullshit. So I don't want to, and I don't, and I look, if I don't like, cause I look, and also, you know what? I eat enough shit. 
and I, I eat enough stuff and I take enough chances. I'll eat a black jelly bean. I'll eat something fucking weird. I don't mind. I've eaten pig ears and all sorts of dumb stuff. Um, maybe, I, maybe I've started this virus. Would I eat a bat? Perhaps I would. I looked for bugs when I was in Japan. I'd eat, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd eat the fuck out of a bat. Now, look, in the video I saw, they made it. it you probably got to whore it up for me. If you boil it and strip it and skin it and just give me the meat in a bowl and don't tell me what the fuck it is. And I'm like, hmm, this is delicious. And they're like, well, that's bat. And you're like, holy shit. Well, all right, give me some more of that. It's like the guy in the Carlin joke. You ever get one of those guys who'd eat anything? <laughs> What's that? Looks good. Give me a lot of it. That's rat's asshole, Don. Sure makes a hell of a fondue. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm not exactly done. You know what I mean? I'm not exactly eating rats asshole, but I've, I've eaten some, uh, questionable things certainly. And also I'm up, I'm up for biting anything. I'll take a bite of anything you got. I'd bite a bat. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd bite a bat, but also I don't want it to look like a fucking bat. Like if you brought it out, all swooping like Dracula style. I'd be like, fuck this. I can't eat this fucking thing. It's just a giant moth with fangs. But if, again, if you cooked it, and you fucking scraped all the bones off and whatever the fuck. And you made just like a bowl of like bat porridge or some shit. I would choke that down. I mean, I'd bite it a couple of times. And bat's probably gamey, right? Like, I mean, it's like duck. I've had duck before. Duck and bat are their close friends. Just duck's got no teeth. Bat sleeps upside down. They're the same guy. Duck floats and sleeps and fucking bat hangs upside down and sleeps. Just bat bites people and drinks blood. But you don't think duck eats weird shit? Come on. How many times have you seen a duck just fucking squeeze one out and then just turn around and eat his own shit? Probably not a lot of times. I'm not going to lie to you. That's not something we've all seen in our lives. You know why? It's vividly, I remember it on the, it was on Conan O'Brien once. They brought out a duck. And the reason I remember it is because when I, I told you when I was a kid, on Ray Rayner, they brought out Chelveston the duck and he just kind of roamed the studio. One time, Conan O'Brien, and I, I swear to God, because all of his writers are from fucking Chicago, they had to be thinking of Chelveston the duck. But they brought a duck out once and the duck came out and, and the bit, the premise of the bit was, ah, here's a wholesome moment with a duck. And the duck came out and just shit on the floor. And Conan was like, wait a minute. And the duck turned around and ate the shit off the floor. Like, like put its bill in it or whatever the fuck. And Conan freaked out. He got up and he ran away. Uh, it's a great bit. It's funny. Go find it. Go go Google Conan duck eating shit on Conan. I'm sure it's there. Um, but I'm sure so ducks do terrible things. That's And that's, so that's why that's stuck in my head. It's not like I, I can say, oh, oh, my God, all the time I see ducks eating shit all over the planet. I don't. But I've seen it happen once. So I assume they do that. And I've never seen a bat eat anything bad. You know, we just get told bats are bad in the movies. They eat a bunch of crazy shit, but bats eat bugs, right? Bats are, they, they keep the world safe from bad bugs, bad, bad bugs, bugs taking you for a ride. Neil Sadaka knew about it. Uh, so I would eat a bat, I guess that's the bottom line, but I would eat anything weird, but the, the peeps people are just fucking off the, off the reservation. And I tell you what, I almost bought them because I was going to eat them on YouTube. Uh, but then that's just also it's a lot of me eating peeps and just going, Ugh. I mean, do you really want to tune in for that? Who the fuck wants to see that show? Um, but they had fucking root beer float peeps. And you're like, all right. But And I thought, well, all right, you're, you're being bold. It's a bold venture. Good for you. But dudes, then they had chocolate pudding peeps and fucking, uh, what was the other one? Sour watermelon peeps. What the fuck? I couldn't I, sour watermelon marshmallow. You, if it's got the consistency of like a fucking tangy taffy, you ever have tangy taffy? I used to love tangy taffy when I was a kid because it was all stretchy. You chewed on it, and t- tangy taffy was like gum that wasn't like it, you couldn't blow bubbles with. You just fucking chewed the shit out of it and it made your mouth all juicy. Big fan. Uh, oh, and then they also had hot tamale flavor, like you know the fucking candy hot tamale. The hot tamale people are like, and again, 
I, look, I apologize, but all I can think of, because like, the, the peeps look like animals. They look like little ducks. So I'm like, oh, great. You got a hot tamale to fuck a duck, and now you got a fucking hot tamale flavored peep. Because in my mind, nobody just creates things with flavorings. Everything is made through sex. So someone's like, oh, great. A duck fucked a bowl of pudding, and you got a chocolate pudding peep. Great. That's fantastic. I can't wait to choke it down. Oh, man. You got a duck. He put his fucking duck dick in a goddamn sour watermelon, and now you got a sour, water, sour watermelon peep. Oh, I can't wait to bite the shit out of that. Uh, and I almost did like, I almost gathered them all up and brought them home to bite on screen. But then I went, that's just fucking dumb. And I'm, and also, so I also couldn't do it because my arms were already full of brace yourselves. Yes. I got a goddamn half dozen chocolate raspberries. I, and I, I know you're like, what the fuck, dude? Because, because nothing matters anymore. You know, I made I made such great progress the first two months of the year. I lost sixty pounds in two months, dudes. And I I was putting the numbers up to prove it. You could see it on my face. I looked good. Now I've put thirty back on. Thirty. I put on thirty pounds in in a month and a half. You know, my body is furious. I, I get I, at some point my liver's gonna just jump out and slap the shit out of me. Just like what the fuck is wrong with you, you dick? Quit eating garbage. Ah, oh, I can't wait to fight my liver. Because, I mean, look, I've been kicking the shit out of him for 52 years myself on the outside. He's going to finally leap out and go, all right, buddy, I'll take you on. Because he, he can't he can't defeat me from where he is. He's like, you know, because I've got home field advantage. I'm kicking the shit out of my liver. He's encased in the tomb of my fat body. But eventually my liver is going to find his way out and just burst out like the alien John Hurt style. Yeah, Fitkota is going to get bug-eyed as he watches me fight my own liver. Oh, won't that be crazy? <laughs> And my liver just dashes across the table and hides in the ship. And pretty soon Ripley's got to down a fucking exoskeleton to blow the fuck out of me. <sighs> we got to nuke the fuck. We got to nuke that fat guy from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. All right. Uh, fuck. I don't know. So I'm, I, I didn't eat the peeps, but I brought the six fucking raspberry things home. I got loaves of fucking bread. I got macaroni and cheese. I got egg noodles. I bought all sorts of just comfort garbage, man. You know what? Here's, here's the thing I make. It's, it's, uh, and I don't make it. This isn't like I'm a fucking chef, but uh, but here's something I'll eat because it's quick. Uh, I, I found rice like I found jasmine rice because I love jasmine rice. And I have the rice cooker that our, our good friend Jamers uh, got me as a present, which was super lovely. Thank you. So now I can I can bust that out of the cabinet. I'm like, all right, let's make some. So I make you know, the big three cups of rice. And uh, and I just put the rice. Uh, here's here's what I do with the rice. I, I make a can of soup. I make a can of chunky chicken noodle soup with a broth or the steak and potato, perhaps. Uh, and then I just mix rice in it. I, 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 you know, I make one can of soup, dump it in a bowl. And then I basically put, uh, I don't know, a pound of <laughs> rice inside it. So it soaks up all the broth. There's no broth. It's not brothy anymore. All the broth gets sucked into the rice. And it's, then it's just this fucking, this, it looks like a sculpture of rice and carrots and noodles and chicken chunks and and it's like a stew. It becomes a stew. It becomes a hobo jail stew is what it is. Like, like if I, I tell you what, I make it in my apartment, all right? And and I make it now because, again, it's cheap and it's filling. It sticks to your fucking guts. But if, if there was a way, if I was hopping boxcars, if everything went fucking completely south, man, and I was a train yard dude and I was dodging zip guns and I was just making fucking cans of soup over an open fire and I introduced these fucking fingerless glove wearing motherfuckers to a goddamn bowl of soup and rice, they'd just be like, you are the fucking king of the hobos. You are the champion from now on. Holy shit. Look at you changing the game. I changed the hobo game. 
You know why? Because I've lived a life of luxury up until now compared to the hobos. I've got a roof over my head. I've got my own shower. I can jerk off in privacy. All that shit. I got that. Hobos don't got that. Hobos got to ask permission to jerk off or they got to just do it on the sly. You ever see a hobo? He comes up to you. He's just talking, but he only puts his right hand out because his left hand's in there taking care of business. And you wonder to yourself, all right, is he a lefty or has he just got to go lefty because he wants the fucking difference? I don't know. Because I go lefty. You know me. I go lefty. It's no, that's no secret. Uh, nobody cares. Why am I telling you that? But seriously, I, I don't know. I would fucking change the hobo game with all the fucking crafty food ass bullshit that I made. Uh, but oh my God, soup and rice. And that's what I call it. Soup and rice. And it's, it's trademarked. I've, I've certainly, I've trademarked it. Uh, and it's just S O U P N R I C E one word soup and rice. Uh, and then you just, you just, I'm, you know, maybe I'll take a picture of the soup and rice. I actually, you know what? I think I have a picture of soup and rice cause I sent one to bridge and I was like, Hey, check this out. This is what I'm eating. Soup and rice. Although I will, t- <laughs> this, this broke bad on me. Uh, I put a, I put a fuck ton of rice in with the soup and I was like, all right. And then, uh, and I ate it. I was like, Hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I look, it was, it was as if there were a, uh, a wedding and I was a sparrow because, <laughs> And by the way, keep your eye on me. Uh, <laughs> when the going gets narrow. Is that two in a week? Two weeks in a row for Beretta? It might be. Uh, <laughs> you know, you always hear that about at weddings. They're like, hey, it's bad luck if you get married and a bird dies. You know what I mean? So stop throwing the rice or whatever the fuck. Because apparently, and, and by the way, I didn't start hearing about that until, what was it, 10 years ago? So that means for centuries, people were murdering birds in this country just to, to, to show, hey, look, we're so happy and we're going to stay. And maybe this is why, I think this is why the divorce rate went up. I think for years, nobody cared about killing the birds. It was like a sacrifice to your love. And that's why people stayed together 40 and 50 fucking years. But then everybody changed it. Like, no, you're going to kill the birds, man. Nobody wants to kill a robin on your special day, man. Like, you can't throw rice. So here's like a water gun or whatever the fuck, man. Let's save the birds. Well, yeah, but maybe did you ever think that we were sacrificing these birds in the name of a good marriage? Because look at the fucking divorce rate. I, you know, I want to see that. I want to see from the time they gave up the rice to save the birds. I bet the divorce rate went through the fucking roof because uh, you're, you're sacrificed to the marriage gods with killing like 30 birds or whatever the fuck. That was that was an honor. That was the what you did. You know, partridge in a fucking pear tree, man. You fucking fed them and they died and they blew up because their stomachs filled up with rice or whatever the fuck. And then you had a good marriage. You know, here, and this is an old wives tale, but it actually proved to be true. The amount of birds who died was that was the amount of healthy children you would have spawned in your marriage. I'm sure they said that. I'm sure all of those, uh, uh, those dirt farmers back in the fucking twenties or whatever the fuck were like, Oh, look at the depression. Here's an apple and a pencil. Let's kill four birds and have a marriage with four kids. Yay. They didn't give a fuck. I don't know why they talked like it. Apparently they all talk like Rudy Valley, but I don't blame them because it was the depression motherfucker. They were happy to even talk at all. Do you know how many people had to sell their voices during the depression? I fucking, I, I got to say like 35% of the U.S. population sold their voice boxes. And that's why when they would sell the pencil, that's why they sold pencils because they could tap them on the cup. Normally it'd be there because you normally be like, step right up by an apple. But then like you sell your voice box where you're fucked. Well, that's why you put the apple in a cup and go ting, 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 ting. And he's like, oh, there's an apple guy. Oh, he sold his, he already sold his epiglottis in his voice box. Well, that's fine. At least we can buy some pencils from this guy. Uh, but then here's, and this is the tragic thing. Did you know this? This is totally true. Uh, people started selling apples, but then they sold their voice boxes. So they couldn't sell apples anymore. So they had to sell pencils because they could tap them on the cup. But this is, you can look this up in a, in a, in a history book. Um, over 44%. It was actually, it was not over 44. It was exactly 44% of anybody who sold pencils during the depression was killed by a falling stockbroker. That's, and now you can read that. It's totally true. Uh, and that's why selling pencils went out of vogue. That's why, and that's how Home Depot opened up. Home Depot said, you know what? They, they, it wasn't even like a, a fucking commerce thing. It was a public safety issue. That's why, 
That's why Home Depot opened up because they said, look, we got to find a safe place with a roof to sell these pencils. And Home Depot says, you got it. And, uh, or uh, was, uh, yeah, is it Home Depot? No, who's the fucking, sub- God damn it. This joke would have been much funnier if I would remember the name of the fucking other joint. Because uh, there, there's Home Depot and Bed Bath & Beyond. And what the fuck is the other fucking joint? God damn it. Office Depot. There you go. That's what it was. There was Office Depot, not Home Depot. Although, you know what? Bullshit. Home Depot did open. They initially sold pencils, but then they said, well, we also got to sell lawnmowers. And they were like, we can't sell pencils and lawnmowers in the same place. You know why? I don't know if you know this. Pencils and lawnmowers, like Jets and the Sharks, they fucking do not get along. Do not have pencils and lawnmowers within a vicinity of one another because then when you're a pencil you're a pencil all the way and it just fucking winds up in a brawl and it's and by the way i gotta be honest with you um it is it is a a lopsided fight i'm not gonna lie to you the pencils oh man they try to take on the lawnmowers and they're like yeah this is cool uh and and pencils initially were, were winning because a lot of the lawnmowers didn't know how to turn themselves on but now they'll just go ahead around a corner and they'll fucking yank their thing and then all of a sudden the motor starts up and then the fucking blades chop up the pencils and oh it's a mess so that's why they had to move the pencils to office depot uh so basically all these depots were invented to go ahead and keep people safe because again as i've mentioned 44 percent of people selling pencils were killed by falling stockbrokers and they said we need a place with the roof to sell these pencils i'm going to repeat it just because it made me laugh so hard all right there you go ah christ the innovations in this country you know we used to build things we used to make steel now we're making different flavored marshmallows what the fuck happened to us what a what a nation of fucking namby pambies we become. We used to make cars in this country. Now now we make different flavored cartoon fucking barn animals. Peeps with fucking, you know, shifty eyes, chocolate pudding flavor. Oh, we all we're crossbreeding ducks and, and you know, that's all Mangala bullshit. You got a duck fucking a bowl of pudding. That's Mangala. That's straight up Nazi nonsense. What the fuck are you trying to do, man? Hey, come on, shickle goober. Put these fucking marshmallows on a shelf. Just let them be marshmallow flavor. Nobody needs a chocolate pudding marshmallow. This is the fattest country in the goddamn world. And I contribute. Don't kid yourself. I'm staring right now at a bag of taco chips and a bag of crispy chicken and waffle chips. And that's the truth. They're on the I got I got I got three bags of chips. I got four Hershey bars. I still got five of those fucking chocolate raspberries. They're going to find me dead in here. And that's fine. I'm ready for it. I don't care. It's quarantine. That's what you do. You do what you do. This is what Eskimos used to fucking do when it got too cold. You know who we are? We're now we're a nation of ants and grasshoppers, but all of us are ants. All of us are ants now. We're all just hunkered down in our fucking thing. It's the winter. And every grasshopper's like looking in the window at me and like, oh man, what the fuck? What's going on in there? Can I get some of those peeps? And you're like, fuck you, you goddamn grasshopper. Go talk to the crickets. It's kind of like you. Cricket's like a fucking knockoff grasshopper. Go be friends with him. Although the crickets probably do that. Yeah, they're not. Because it was the grasshopper who was a fucking jagoff, right? He was the one who just played his violin and he laughed at everybody and the ants were doing all their fucking work. When look at, now look at us. Now look, there's a quarantine. All of us ants are in our fucking house. We're all watching Netflix and eating our fucking peeps and the fucking grasshopper's outside just going, come on, man, what the fuck? And we're like, nah, fuck you, man. Go get marshmallows somewhere else. Uh, we're, you know who we all are? We're all the Jareds. All of us are the Jareds inside of our comfortable house. And there's Eric and Don Jr. Like knocking on the window. Can we, can we do something? Can we help in the Middle East? No, you cannot. Are you kidding me? They don't want you here. Go fuck frozen face Fox chick. That's what you do, Don Jr. And Eric, I don't know what the fuck you got going on. Go, go win a fucking Jake Busey lookalike contest. You fucking goddamn buck mouth, goddamn crazy tooth can opener looking motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Eric Trump's a fucking weird looking dude, right? I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong, folks. Don Jr., although when he tries to smile or when he makes that weird face like that, he, you know who he looks like? Who does he, (laughs) when he does that thing with the straight face where he juts his jaw out, he looks like uh, one of the kids from fucking um, Gummo. You ever see Gummo? 
fucking uh is that who's that ken park or whatever the fuck oh man dude <sighs> don trump jr with that jutted jaw just like look, look trying to be all tough don't you just want to fight him don't you want to fight all these guys and it's like not even like a politics thing it's just the fact that everybody thinks don jr's tough and he's he just he killed a wombat with a stick or whatever the fuck or, he, or even worse he killed it with a cannon because that's the thing he's not going to go out there with just like a fucking buck knife he's not hiding in the mud like schwarzenegger and fucking predator he's just no he's got a fucking ar-15 to kill a goddamn fucking goldfish you know what i mean and he probably has like four Secret Service guys wrestle the goldfish out of the water first and then put it on a boulder and hold it up there and he fucking shoots it, blows their fingers off, but that's okay because they work for his dad and his dad just comes along and goes, hey, you guys, here's $100 for you fucking guys. Then he doesn't pay him ever again and they just fire him. Uh, you guys should have got out of the way of the bullets. What a fucking lunk-headed mob family we got running this goddamn country. And again, they all let him do it. They all, because they all, I don't, I don't know. How do you... <laughs> Like I said, I, I'm not even mad at them because when he first got elected in my head, I was like, all right, you know what? This guy's saying America first, or whatever the fuck. Maybe, maybe, maybe he fixes the roads. Maybe he fixes a bridge. What if he turns out to be the fucking king? What if he's like really good at this? What if this is the thing? What if he is just Peter principled his way all the way to the fucking top? He has just stepped on his dick constantly, but now he's the king. He's the guy. There's nobody ahead of him. All right. He's cut in line all, all his life. And now he's finally reached the top. And maybe this is the thing. Maybe, and I know it's, believe me, it's a stupid thing to think that this fucking avarist would, would take any sort of pride in getting this and go, you know what? It's time to clean up my act. I'll tell you what, after 68 years of fucking over everybody, not paying anybody, being a jag off, getting all the pussy I fucking wanted and getting money I didn't earn tricking people into buying steaks and pens and all sorts of other dumb shit with my name on it, getting to tell Joan Rivers she was a bitch and Dice Clay he was fired, looking at Gene Simmons and throwing him off a board, all of these things, everything I've done with a, you know, I, I get to stare at my hot daughter. She sits on my lap, all everything. Did I, did I really think he was going to finally go, you know what though? Uh, it's been unfulfilling now. Now I give back. <laughs> Now, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, you know, I'll tell you what. I've been out here uh, for years just getting everything I could have ever wanted over and over and fucking everybody every turn I could. I, I've been fighting with Sybil Shepherd at Les Cirque and, and still wind up getting a better table than her. I've been eating the best well-done fucking steaks. I've been snorting the best fucking cut Adderall. No, there's no baby laxative in my Adderall. This is who I am as a guy. And now I'm the king of this fucking planet. And you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to be a charitable presence in everybody's life. No, you're not. No, he's not. I, but I thought in my brain, I was like, maybe. What if this is the thing that straightens him out? What if he wakes up one day and just goes, holy fuck, yeah. No, man, the magnitude of this is overwhelming. I'm holding the same office uh, held held by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, held by, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan, whatever you think of him or not. I'm, these guys all worship him like a god. I'm holding, you know, this is the this is Abe Lincoln territory. I mean, I'm there's only been 44 other dudes with this job in the history of this country. And now I'm in. I'm 45, man. I'm 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 the dude. So let's fix a bridge, huh? Let's do that. Let's go ahead and fix the overpasses. No, no, he didn't. He just went, you know what? Uh, 
how soon can we put my name on this country so you can see it from fucking space? Is there a way we can do that? I don't know if it's topiary or you want to have like a Bonanza brand that just burns my fucking name into the goddamn landscape like a gigantic fucking map so the dudes who are orbiting fucking Alpha Centauri or whatever can look down and go, oh, there's fucking Trumpville, Trumpland, because now this whole thing is just an amusement park with his fucking name on it. It's ridiculous, man. And he got through. You know, it's funny. He bullshitted for three years. He, he did whatever the fuck and he stole and he did whatever. And look, I, and you love him. If you like him, that's cool. Good for you. That's fine. You know how the show is, man. I'm just, I, I, I try to, I'm going after everybody doing whatever the fuck I can. Cause I, I don't, I don't see any point in any of it anymore. Like I said, Biden is just a fucking cretin. I don't, I don't understand that. He's, he can't. The one thing Trump can do is fucking talk. I mean, he's a fucking idiot, but he still can talk at length. And that's what he loves to do when they do those debates. I don't I mean, I don't know. They're going to have to jack Biden up on some kind of fucking ridiculous speed to get him just to fucking keep up with Trump because he is a he is a doddering fool. That guy, he's just, uh, you know, you know who Biden is? He's he's like a, a coffee can, like a like a Hills Brothers coffee can full of washers, nails and bolts that you find in your grandpa's garage but he's come to life and he's won the democratic nomination. He's just a, just a nothing. He's been around forever and maybe he did some great things in the past, but also apparently he finger blasted some chick in his office. Now everybody wants to ignore that shit. What the fuck, man? Is there anyone, is there anyone among you who hasn't finger blasted some chick who worked for you? Is there any boss in America who hasn't been knuckle deep in a secretary at some point and has to explain it away later? Is there anybody out there who hasn't traumatized some fucking chick and then had to explain it later and then unfortunately re-traumatized her when it came back up and all of your fucking ludicrous followers then went, fuck you, we don't believe you. If you, you liked it probably or whatever the fuck. And, and look, I, from, I don't know much about the story. I know believe women. I know me too. And we want to do everything we can to encourage people who've been abused or hurt in some way to come forward and find some way to provide them with some sort of closure and help them in some way. And we also don't want to reward motherfuckers who, who do dumb shit like that. But, but how is it okay when Kavanaugh was trying to be the Supreme court guy? And then the one chick showed up from fucking high school or whatever and went, Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but he pressed his fucking cock into my thigh and everybody's like, this guy can't be a justice. But then this woman's coming forward and she's like, yeah, Biden lost his class ring in my pussy. And they're like, Hey man, uh, who knows what to believe? Two sized every story. Oh, really? Okay. I guess, I guess a year ago when Kavanaugh was spitting beer all over the microphone and crying and you guys are like, look at this guy, he's crazy. And then this chick comes out and you're just like, well, you know, Biden's the guy. We got to give him a benefit of the doubt here. What the fuck? And it's that, it's that kind of shit that just makes you go, holy, every clip of Biden grabbing some little girl by the chest and smelling her face to burying his tongue in her ear. What the fuck are you doing? Like, I know everybody's like, because then there'll be people like, oh, he's just, he's a folksy guy. He's, what the, no, no folksy guy. That's the, you can't pull that shit. That's the kind of shit that eventually in 15 years, your niece will be lying on a couch talking to some fucking professional with a goddamn pencil that he bought it off his depot as he scrawls in a notebook about the things you did that scared her in the middle of the fucking night. You can't be smelling people. Don't you understand this? Somebody, is there anybody? That's the thing too. That's, that's what makes me think he's just fucking bananas. Like, cause they just, he, you know, you can't smell people. I, there's gotta be people in his fucking organization when, Hey, Joe, honestly, quit smelling people. All right. Licking people, touching people, any, just give people some kind of space. There's gotta be a fucking, 
a, 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 an arm's length rule. Keep the guy arm's length away from anybody younger than him. If he wants to touch older people or whatever the fuck, I don't care. What I don't know. I didn't grow up in the greatest generation. I didn't bomb the Nazis. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Maybe that's how you guys did it. Maybe all you guys smelled all the girls and everything was fine. I mean, I, I know there's that famous photograph in Times Square after VJ Day and the fucking sailor is smelling that nurse. Oh, that's that's a touching photograph. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you guys fucking do. Good for you. But leave these kids alone. Hey, Biden, leave these kids alone. You can't be smelling people all the fucking time. And he's doing it all the time. That's the thing. Like, and this is why I think he's, he's gone. He's like, he's off the fucking planet. He spun the fuck off like Mr. Joshua, man, because he's fucking, he's still doing it. Like he's now, now he's the nominee. He's going to smell somebody at a debate. He's going to, he's just, he's going to have his hand in his pocket. Like, and everybody's going to, what are you doing in your pocket? And he's going to a fucking rabbit. He's rubbing like fucking Lenny of of mice and men. And he's going to wind up breaking its neck during the fucking debate. And he's going to go down and he's going to smell Megan Kelly. It's just going to be a fucking nightmare. And, and then, and Democrats will still make excuses. Well, uh, you know, he's not Trump. That's the thing. It's like, that's basically why Biden's in there. They're like, oh, you know, old uncle Joe, you know, he's, he's a calming presence. We need to get him in there. No, you don't. He's as bought and fucking paid for as anybody else. Jesus. Fuck. How, how in the world, how in the fucking world can we have a disease ravaging the planet? Not just us, Italy. Italy's fucked. Do you know, do you know how hard it's going to be to get gnocchi in this country now? Fucking Italy just got waylaid. All of the great chefs of Italy are in beds right now sweating because they're all fucking fat and corpulent and they, this is who it hits. Don't think I'm not fucking spooked. I'm 52 and fat. That's the fuck. That's exactly what the disease looks for. Are you 52 and fat? Glom jumps in your fucking throat. You got a fever. You're looking for a ventilator. And just like, it's like that fucking Boris Johnson idiot in fucking Britain with his fucking ridiculous haircut. And then he gets fucking taken down. And that's another one too, is like, you know, that's a, another jag off killing the planet, but then he gets it. And everybody's like, well, rally Boris. And look, I'm not rooting for anybody to fucking die, but there's a lot of other people to root for over fucking Boris Johnson. All right. There's, there's fucking medical people. There's cops in New York. There's all sorts of fucking people who are treating people and doing the best they fucking can through this thing. And yet I'm supposed to think that this fucking empty suit deserves my fucking praise or hopes or prayers or fingers crossed or any of this fucking shit. I don't give that guy a second thought. You know, it's funny. I talked last week about how there's part of me that likes chaos. Well, I think the chaos part of this would be if it started to take out these fucking leaders, take out Boris Johnson, take out Trump, take out McConnell. Then there you go. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see. That's some real chaos. You know, put these fucking dudes on a ventilator. Can't you imagine Trump on a ventilator? Just fucking the vanity of that fucking guy. He wouldn't let him intubate him because he's like, no, I can't. I need I need to be able to talk to the people. What the fuck? What a mess. Boris Johnson. Again, it's the thing where they dribs and drabs. They're like, well, he's going into intensive care now, but he's fine. They always do. They always do the thing where they try to trick you. He's fine. He's okay. He's not okay. He's fucking 55 and heading into intensive care. That's not fine. I mean, there's a chance, obviously, he's a better than average chance you're going to save him because medical fucking medicine is fucking medical medicine. Hi, how you doing? Is is It's leaps and bounds. And we're trying to get ahead of this fucking thing. But at the same fucking time, don't trick me. I, I talked about this before. When fucking George Burns, George Burns is a comedian. I don't know if you know who the fuck he is. George Burns, you might know him from a show called Oh God in the 70s. Or it was a movie with him and John Denver. And he played God and he's got a fucking cigar. And, he, and, and during, oh God, he was like 90 or whatever the fuck. Well, he was in the fifties. It was him and Gracie Allen. And he was like 70 then, uh, you know, he came up in vaudeville in like the tens. Uh, he narrowly avoided death. He used to sell pencils and he dodged a stockbroker and went, fuck this. I better write some comedy. And then he fucking did. 
Uh, and then he became a comedian and he was an actor and he did the soft shoe. And it was one of those things. Again, it's like, hey, there's, there's different levels of comedian or different kinds of comedians. Now I, I like to consider myself a comedian. I would be, uh, how would I describe myself? I would describe myself as the undisciplined, just ranting and saying whatever the fuck comes into my head comedian. Not a lot of those around and not a lot of those around being very successful case in point, but fucking Burns, you know, he's got, He's from the 50s, so he's got an army of fucking Jewish guys writing him 8 billion fucking jokes, and he's reading them, and he's like, ah, I gotta tell you. He's one of those guys. He's an I gotta tell you comic. That's what he is. I gotta tell you. And he's got a fucking crazy wife and whatever the fuck. Then she dies, and he still is another 70 years. But that's the thing. is He becomes the de facto beloved figure because he lives to be 100, and he truly did live to be 100. But then, you know, you're, if you got a car, it's going to break down. You got a hundred old fucking, if you got a hundred year old DeSoto, it's going to fucking start falling apart. And that's what happened to fucking Burns late in his life. He starts fucking dying. They start putting him in the hospital, all this shit. He gets, and it's that same thing where, again, if the coronavirus gets you, that's fucking, what a drag. All right. But you know, you you really did everything you could. As long as you fucking self-quarantined, you did what you could. Your number was up, whatever the fuck. But when you get to be a hundred years old, man, any shit can get you. You could fucking sneeze and your spine gets you out of your fucking back. You know what I mean? Because again, you've put so much mileage on your fucking body. It's that thing where you get out of bed, your hip displaces, you fall down and you just turn into fucking dust. It's not like, look, not a, not a lot of hundred year olds are walking into a propeller. Okay. That's not happening. Nobody, nobody a hundred years old is dying in a skateboarding accident. It's just that they fucking wake up, they climb out of bed and then they're just kind of shambling along like a fucking zombie in the goddamn walking dead. And then they make the wrong turn to get the mail. And unfortunately their clavicle pups out their fucking head stabs them in the eye so they get a double injury especially burns too. he's got a fucking cigar so he's got a cigar in his mouth his clavicle pops out hits the cigar ash goes in his eye he swallows the cigar sets fire to his fucking kidneys and he's got to get rushed to a goddamn hospital because again that's the shit that happens to you you're just you're just a fucking buster keaton movie at that point if you're over 100 years old you're a buster keaton movie waiting for some crazy ass shit to happen so fucking burns gets rushed to a hospital he's 100 and whatever the fuck and here's what they do. They put him in the in the fucking, he's in the jug, and they're like fucking, they keep putting out these reports about, about George Burns. They do it all the time. They're doing it with Boris Johnson now, where they're like, ah, George Burns, he's doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got up this morning, joked around with the uh, the nurses, flirted with them. They all had a, they had a laugh. It was terrific. He uh, He's lit up a cigar, and he read some of today's headlines and wrote some jokes. No, he did not. No, he did not. You are fucking kidding me. He is in a bag right now. Don't even pretend that George Burns is up at 103 years of age doing the soft shoe around the room and flirting with the nurses while tapping the old cigar ash. That motherfucker is in a is in a tent made of cellophane because nobody wants to get whatever fucking 1911 germ has been hiding in his lungs for this fucking long, especially buried under goddamn cigar flotsam. So then he coughs and out of nowhere, the Black Plague reemerges and gets a nurse in the eye she goes down and the next thing you know there's dead inside do not open there's signs all over the fucking hospital because burns is carrying this fucking ancient sarcophagi fucking germ so they bring him in the hospital but then so they oh he's doing fine you know he had some had a grapefruit this morning you know he read the he wrote he wrote some jokes he made the nurses laugh ha ha he lit a cigar no he didn't and you know what when you do that you just fucking insult it like uh, uh fucking lenny bruce used to have a bit about jackie onassis because they all said Jackie Onassis when fucking JFK's head fucking blew up. She climbed out the back of the car and they all said that she was being very brave because she was trying to bring one of the social, uh, the Secret Service dudes into the car. And and Lenny Bruce's bit was, no, don't shame people. She was trying to get the fuck out of that car, man. She was trying to fucking escape. And you're shaming people who would who would handle themselves differently in a tragedy by making her into this fucking hero. And yes, exactly. 
So that's that's the same thing with Boris Johnson when you're like, oh, you know, because everybody else is like, oh, the second you get the coronavirus, you're dead and debilitated. Your lungs leave your body and they walk to the fucking lobby like fucking boxes of popcorn and soda. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's take these lungs to the lobby. So this guy can't breathe. You know what I mean? That's what that's what happens. But then Boris Johnson gets it. They're like, he's putting on a heroic fight. He's donned a cape. He's actually combed his hair for the first time since 1977. He's looking good. He's feeling good. The nurses love him in there. Oh my God, everybody's very happy. No, no, don't, don't, don't. That guy's fucking eyes are spinning like a slot machine. He's got a tube that went into his mouth and is coming out of his ass and he's pulling breath out of whatever the fuck he can trying to stay alive. And there's nothing wrong with that. This is a fucking devastating disease. But you know what? If the queen gets sick, then you can stiff up her lip this shit. But don't fucking do it with Boris Johnson. This guy hasn't meant anything to anybody. He's been around for nine minutes. The queen is 93. You want to go ahead and save everybody, save, save your bullshit for when the queen gets sick. And by the way, how is the queen not sick? Prince Charles is 71. He gets this shit. Fucking Idris Elba gets this stuff. But again, like I said, it's killing all the wrong people. Trump, how's Trump not sick? There's fucking reporters. They're sitting all far away from him. Fauci and the scarf are standing there and they're just fucking next to him trying to figure out how to fucking get through this. And, you know, they, cause they have to, they literally have to sit there. Like, I think in the beginning, they genuinely listened to his bullshit. I think they did. And then they went, all right, we got to refute all of this. Like, we got to go ahead. No, I don't even think they listen. I think they just wait for him to be done with fucking monkey hour. And then he he stalks off the stage and gives it to Pence. And then they walk up and they say what they're going to say. They give you the facts. You know, he comes out and he does his fucking bits. He's, he's, you know who he is? He's like every fucking headliner who won't get off stage at the improv on, on zoo night. You know what I mean? Sometimes you go to the improv and there's, it's, most of the time out here anyway, it's always, it's always showcase night. So you'll have fucking 12 comics and they're all doing anywhere from five to 15 minutes. The the management allows them five to 15 minutes. And so that, you know, you have to keep within that you get lit, you get off, but sometimes like a fucking, like a Chris rock or a, or a fucking headliner will come in and they want to go up and work on some bits. And of course, what are they going to tell Chris rock? No. So Chris rock goes on stage and then he might do 25 minutes and it bumps two or three comics. They're like, Hey guys, sorry, man, can't help you. Chris showed up. And that's who fucking Trump is, except there's no management to fucking take him off. There's no light to tell him he's finished. The Sandman's not going to come out and dance and there's no giant hook. So he just gets, cause you know why? Cause he owns the club. It's like, it's like if he was just going to go up and do fucking like an hour before you and then go, Oh, and by the way, here's this guy we're paying this week. And then you go in to get paid at the end of the week. And he's like, Hey man, I did most of your time. I got more laughs than you did. And then they try to dick you on fucking price or whatever the fuck. You're like, Oh man, leave me the fuck alone. Just pay me my money. I wasn't here to compete with you. Yes. Your ego stroke worked because everybody here knows you. And it's like, cause that's, it would happen all the time. You'd go on the road and you'd go to some club and they'd be like, all right, it was, I'd be featuring. All right. So I'm not, I'm nobody special, but I'd be featuring and then there'd be whatever headliner I'd be working with. And then, and you'd get there and they'd be like, Hey, you got to meet your MC, the chopper. And you'd be like, what? Oh man, don't fucking do this to me. Chopper is an afternoon radio DJ, but he's also dabbling in comedy. So the Chopper's going to host all weekend, right? So you know what that means is Chopper has to be funnier than you because you get to leave town. All right. You get to come into town, you do your bits and you try to be funny and then you fucking bail. But the chopper, he's got to be there all fucking year and he's got to look everybody in the eye and he's got to go back to the station and go, yeah, yeah, I was really funny on Saturday. I was funnier than the guys they actually brought to town. So the chopper is going to do everything he can to fucking bury you, man. He's before and he goes first. So he's hosting and he gets up on stage. He's always got some weird catchphrase where he's like vroom, vroom. And then the whole room goes vroom, vroom, chopper. And then he does 35 minutes of street jokes. Aha, vroom, vroom. Anyway, these two black guys walk into a Jewish synagogue, right? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Iowa loves it. 
And then you're in the back and just going, oh, man, I got to follow the fucking chopper. I mean, this is just and it was funny. That was the gig. All right. It's one of the reasons I hated the road is because I would always have to follow the fucking chopper or some bullshit. I didn't like it. Um, because they were trying to bury you. That was their whole deal. They couldn't, they could not let you, it would be, it would be the same thing. If you ever did a radio show and it was fun, that's why a lot of guys love doing Bob and Tom because Bob and Tom wouldn't try to overpower you with their funny. They wanted you to fit in to the context of funny and everybody was funny back and forth. It was, it was a very camaraderie driven situation, but I can't tell you how many times I'd go on the road and you'd show up in somebody's in their studio and they, they, they just fucking tried to be, cause I mean, I, I like doing this. I like talking, you know, it's like, I never not funny. We talked it, organic, funny showed up, but they would want to set me up for bits or they'd want to do their own bits. And I was supposed to just go along or they, or they'd want to do that thing where they'd read wacky news and you were supposed to talk about it. You know what I mean? Oh, Mike, I don't know if you heard, but there's uh, two German shepherds and an ocelot were found in a mailbag. You know what I mean? You're just like, I. Holy fuck. Wow. That's crazy. I, Jesus, your zoos in Iowa sure are small. <laughs> All right, let's go to commercial. Bang, bang. Schmitty's and crackers. You know, it's like you did what you could to hang, but they were trying to be as funny as you or funnier because again, like I said, they're there all the time. So they have to be funny. They have to prove how good they are there because they're also trying to prove it to you. Because they're also like, don't come in here and Bigfoot me in Sioux Falls and pretend that you're going to be the fucking man. I'm the fucking man in this town. You better show the fucking respect. You better kiss my corn ring or whatever the fuck, which you did. Because again, you're just there for the gig because I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't, believe me, it's hurt me. All right. Because I never, I never tried to get anywhere. I was happy to make my middle money and drive to the next town and be a middle again. Middle was the easiest fucking slot until you ran into the fucking chopper who would fucking bury a vroom, vroom chopper. And he's like, oh, oh no, because he'd get on stage and be like, vroom, vroom, everybody. Hey, ladies, what's going on? Look at you. You're looking pretty hot, huh? And then they'd be like, oh, chopper. And then he'd give away concert tickets to see Bloister Cult and whatever the fuck. And you'd be like, oh, okay, I got to follow the fucking chopper. And also, I, I, was, I was subtle on stage, which sounds fucking ridiculous when you're listening to this bullshit, but I would literally come up. I didn't have some wacky opening bit. I'd want to talk a little bit and kind of get them focused on me. And, and, but after the fucking chopper, good fucking luck. You know what I mean? That would, that would always fucking happen. And you know what? Trump's the chopper. That's who he is. You get fucking Fauci in the scarf standing there. Pence, even Pence. Like I don't fucking like Pence. All right. Fucking Pence is a clown. He's waiting for the rapture calls his wife, mother. He just, he just, you know what? He just looks like the, the kind of dude who's going to shut down a community center. You know what I mean? I'm sure that joke's been made, but it's like, it's just, he just looks like a fucking, And he looks like the dudes, like one of the guys who would have been on the board on RoboCop, like with Ronnie Cox and Miguel Ferrer. You know what I mean? They're the stars. But then there's like a a, a Pence looking motherfucker who's like some assistant all of a sudden. I'm playing. It's funny. I'm playing this game called The Witcher. And there's a there's a bathhouse that you got to go to. And it's filled with strumpets and fucking hot chicks. And there's a guy named Dijkstra who runs it. He's a big fucking mauling dude. But he's got a eunuch who's his little buddy. I can't remember his name. I think his name's Schmid. Actually, he's like the eunuch. And I'm like. That's fucking Mike Pence. That's who Mike Pence is. He's the fucking eunuch who 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 answers the door and clean. He gets a towel and has to wipe up the jizz. You know what I mean? He's that guy. He's a fucking jizz boy. Whatever the fuck. And that that's who Pence is. He's standing there waiting for the chopper to finish. The chopper's out there doing bits, talking about, hey, I fucked a model. Ha ha. But anyway, we're flattening the curve, but not the curves that I like. I don't like flat curves. Hey, hey, all right. He's just he's doing fucking shtick. 
you're nasty. I don't want to talk to you, but look at you. Oh, but you're, and then they ask him. And then that one reporter bit into it and fucking asked him about the Tiger King. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's don't, can't you see like everybody in that room should have just looked at him and I'm talking Pence, Fauci and the scarf. They all should have just went, what are you doing, man? Can't you see how hard enough it is to control this fucking guy? And then you're going to throw him some Tiger King bait. And Trump's just like, I don't know. I'll look into it. I don't know who this guy is. What, he went to jail for 20 years? Whatever the fuck. And I also love that Trump's default, no matter what, they ask him about if he's going to give a pardon to a guy. He immediately, he never says no. He never just goes, hey, fuck you. I don't know who the Tiger King is. I don't like his name. Because again, he hears the name Tiger King. He's going, in Trump's mind, he's just like, that's got to be my kind of guy. Sure, man. I'm on board with the Tiger King. Let's fucking parole that dude. I'll give him a pardon. That sounds good. Fuck me, man. How would you throw him that bait? Because his default is never no. He never just goes, fuck no. What the fuck you ask me a question about the Tiger King for? People are dying in this fucking country. But instead he just goes, he's like, who's this guy? What's he got, 20 years? Do you want him? Should I pardon him? Uh, that's my favorite thing. He asked the reporter. Do you think I should pardon him? Are you say, are you coming out in favor of a pardon for the Tiger King? Like, because that's how you engage this asshole. Because he wants to just have, he's just, he thinks he's having fucking small talk around a punch bowl. And in reality, we got mass graves being dug. What the fuck? How does this guy get to be Topo fucking Gigio? I don't get it. He's not even Ed Sullivan. Pence is Ed Sullivan sweating off in the fucking sidebar waiting for Gigio to get off. Jesus fuck. Trump just out there spinning plates. They're falling down and breaking. He doesn't give a shit. He keeps spinning them. When I watched Bozo Circus as a kid, man, there was Bozo and Cookie and Wizzo and fucking Ringmaster Ned, all those fucking guys, right? And then they'd, win them at the, they'd have some guy come out and spin plates to, to saber dance. You know what I mean? And you, and he was shitty. Like he'd be, he'd spin five plates. And then by the time he got to the sixth one, the first plates on the ground smashed. And he's just, and he's doing what he can to keep up. And look, it's Bozo Circus at noon. Nobody fucking cares. You don't have to be the king of plate spinning, but he'd fuck it. And they'd always have this guy back. He'd constantly be breaking the fucking plates everywhere. There's just fucking piles of fucking chipped crockery. And he's ankle deep in fucking shards of, of plates. And he didn't give a fuck. He just kept doing it. And that's, that's Trump. Except instead of the shards of plate, it's fucking human skulls. And he just spins them and they fall and they break at his fucking feet and he doesn't fucking care. And he keeps getting booked. He keeps getting to come out. Pence Fauci in the scarf, just hanging out, waiting to bring some tone of civility to some comfort to people who've lost family members, who's whose people are in quarantine. People, our, our friend Tracy, who hasn't seen Seth in how long? And I'm not saying you should turn to the president to be a shoulder, but it's part of the fucking gig. But if you, you elect an unserious fuckhead in serious times, you're going to be ankle deep in skulls. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can uh, be my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm also at Instagram and Snapchat and also brace yourselves fucking TikTok, although I haven't used it yet. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. I'm available right now at Mike40YOB at all of those. Mike40YOB. Find me there. 
Send me a note, be my friend, whatever you got to do. All that stuff is cool. I'm waiting. I'm there. I'm lurking. I'm waiting. Uh, and I, I can't wait to see you. What a lie. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not a lie. Certainly, I can't wait to see you, but I'm never going to use TikTok in a billion fucking years. But this is the time to do it. I'm sitting in an apartment doing fucking nothing. Like I said, I'm not fucking anybody, so I might as well make a TikTok video, right? And that's the only two chances. It's like puzzle or haircut. Fuck somebody or, or do a fucking TikTok video. Fuck. Uh, so find me at all of those places. I'm there waiting for you. Our buddy Ryan Dirks does the web stuff for the show. Facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Go ahead and find him. Tell him he's cool. Our buddy David Mix Hernandez does all the work uh, regarding artwork and, and music for this show. Uh, you can find him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez and be his friend there. While you're there, peruse his photos, look for his artwork. He's done all the artwork for, uh, the Westside 86 Jokers page for a very long time. He does, uh, tons of, he used to do all of my profile, my character photos, whatever portrait photos. I don't know what they're called. Um, on Facebook. Now he does my timeline photo every week. And, uh, and he does a ton of his own artwork that you need to see. Like I said, he's got all of his artwork there in his photos and he's got a closed group on Facebook that you can become a part of. It's called, this is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. And if you want to be a part of it, send him a note, become his friend first on Facebook, facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez and, uh, send him a note. And then he'll send you a quiz. There's like a three question quiz for you to become a part of this page. And then you will be, uh, you'll answer, please answer the questions like a person. Don't try to make it open mic night because then he won't let you in. And then, uh, you know, you don't want that. You want to answer the questions like a clean person and get in there and have fun with everybody. You want to frolic around with uh, uh, fucking uh, mummy leper guy and fucking uh, hamburger Wilson. They're all in there. Fucking uh, hot tits, Tina, the fucking uh, toupee fridge. They're all there. So go ahead and join. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. Please uh, join, join them right now. And he does tons of artwork for that page. Jesus fucking Christ. He's constantly churning out more and more memes, more and more artwork. All of that stuff is available right now. And you can see it all by becoming his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. And then joining the page. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. And also, if you want to hire him to do work for you, you can. And you're going to want to after you see the artwork that he's done. The artwork he's done for me on my page. The artwork he's done for the Westside 86 Jokers page. And also... All of the artwork that he's done uh, with the uh, uh, Grumpus McGroovy or whatever the fuck, Grumpus uh, Slumpus McGumpus. Uh, he's a he's a guy in a bee costume. He's available there at the This Is Dumb page. You'll see all of this artwork that he's done and you'll think, you know what? I want to have some of that for my own self. Well, I'll tell you this. He's available. He can uh, he can do your Facebook portrait or whatever it's called, your portrait photo or a caricature photo, whatever you need from him to do. He's He works in watercolors. He works in oil paints. And look, you're going to see all of this stuff on Facebook and go, wow, this is like kind of cartoony and fun. But also, man, this dude, he can do a fucking portrait of your grandma that'll blow your fucking ass out. I mean, it's like, uh, which probably, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the, the nomenclature you would use as an art critic, but I'm going to go with it. He could, he could do a portrait of your uncle and your aunt in the fucking yard holding a pitchfork and American Gothic and whatever the fuck that'll blow your ass out. So why not go ahead and hire him to do that? Um, don't believe me. You want to see more proof of his artwork? Well, like I said, if you join him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez and look through his artwork, you'll see that stuff. You'll see all the, the kind of the quick hitters that he does for Facebook does it all on the, this is dumb. That's dumb page. But if you want to get a, a real look at things he's done in the past, I think he's got all some of that on his page as well. Um, paintings he's done for other people. He can work in oil. He works in watercolors. He's just remarkable. And uh, he's somebody you want to have working for you. If you've ever wanted to have something painted, he is the guy to do it. His, his 
turnaround time is ridiculous. He, you know, he, he just, he does an unbelievably professional job and also something that'll make you go, what the fuck this? I just got this guy on Facebook because he shouldn't just be on Facebook. Uh, he should, he should have a studio somewhere, but also he's got a website. Did you know that? Yes, he does. You can check his website out. If you're done looking at his Facebook stuff, you can go to the website and look at uh, more stuff he's done, corporate style and other things. He's uh, he's done a billion different things, but you want to check out the website, artbydmh.com. Hire him to do paintings for you. Hire him to do Facebook knockoffs or hire him to do something that you can hang above a fucking fireplace because he is amazing. A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H.com. Each day through my window, I'll watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. To have a girl like her is truly a dream come true. belongs to you But it was just my imagination Running away with me It was just my imagination Running away with me Well, it was just 
running away with me Tell you it was just my imagination Sponsors? Yes, we have sponsors. You know, we're sponsored by Gloom. <laughs> uh, it's gloomy as fuck in L.A., man. This past week has been all rainy and gloomy. And uh, and it's and look, I'm not sleeping. I mean, I I'm, it's not that this is a weird thing. Like, I'm, I mean, I can sleep. I can fucking sleep anywhere. I can sleep in your house, my house, a plane. I don't give a fuck a train. Would you, could you with a goat? Yes. What I could, I on a boat. Of course. What I could, I on a moat. Sure. What I could, I on a parade float. Yes, I can do all of these things. Dr. Seuss. Doctor, Mr. Guy, Dr. Geisel, Theodore Geisel. Is that his name? Theodore? I think it was. Teddy, Teddy G. That's what I call him. Uh, as we can, we have green eggs and ham. Um, Teddy Geisel, right? Theodore Geisel. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm double clutching because I don't want to get another email going. It was not, it was Theodore Geisel. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> um, but I, my sleep, because again, nobody fucking cares. Life is, is a coin flip at this point. So I, 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 the other day I went to bed at 9.30 a.m. I'm recording this now. It's 7 a.m. It's literally 7 a.m. on Friday morning. And, uh, and then I'll finish this and get it posted. And then I'll probably be up another couple hours. So I'll go to bed at 9.30 a.m. again. And then I don't want to sleep the whole fucking day away. So I go to bed at 9.30. I set my clock for like 3.30. But then I still get up at like 2.45 because that's, and that's even, that's late. Uh, because and it's my own fault. Like, I, look, I could have discipline or some sort of meaning in my life, but when it's just me, what the fuck? Who cares, right? Who cares, man? I get up, I, I take care of business, I, I take a shower, I have a sandwich, I stream, I play video games, talk to you guys occasionally, and that's why in my brain, I'm like, well, maybe if you did a thing every day, like you got to communicate with people, or you had a fucking actual thing that you had, and it's like, uh, but then, then, then my, that's just me projecting my hangups onto you guys. Uh, like, oh, you know, I didn't even fucking finish talking about that. This fucking dude, he kept showing up in my Facebook feed. Like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's, he's, you know, country Joe and the fish or whatever the fuck. And he's singing. He's like, bing, ding, 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 ding. And then he'd turn it over to his wife. And then she'd walk in with, uh, with just, just looking like the pioneer woman, but not as hot. You know what I'm talking about? And she's not even that hot anymore. Or they, and well, I mean, she was hot in the beginning. Pioneer would pioneer woman was, but now she's, you know, she's, she's working on a ranch. What the fuck? So, and what the fuck am I talking? I'm not hot either. I'm sitting in my house eating fucking noodles all the goddamn time. Please ignore me. But this woman comes on and she's okay, but she just looks like a normal person. And I, I, you know, we glam it up a little bit, throw some eyeshadow and eyeliner, do something. Go ahead and start a GoFundMe for a brush. But, but she comes in to sing and, uh, she looks like the kind of woman who should be tinning vegetables. You know what I mean? Someone who's really into canning, but, but now because the, Half the world has a goddamn bat virus. She gets to sing to you and you got to see it. You know what I mean? Just that thing. Like, and that's the thing is if, if, if that guy in China, when he ate the bat or whatever the fuck, just before he did it, if he would have said, you know what? If I eat this fucking bat, Christ, I'm going to have to see every fucking school marm with a goddamn webcam. Show me their fucking stuff. I don't know if I want to do that. Is that, is this bat that tasty that I've got to sit through a impromptu concert from a second grade teacher with too much time on their hands? But he did it. He plunged in. He went fucking, he went chowed down on the bat. And here we are. I, I get to watch somebody from their fucking den, uh, bust out. You were always on my mind. Good for them. Um, but I, so I don't even know who this fucking is. Right. So I guess normally uh, when I accept you guys as friends, I, uh, some people I know, but I mean, with the show, I can't keep track of everybody. So I'll just see a name. I've been now 
after the Nike debacles or the people who wanted to come on and post their own fucking bullshit on my page. I have to check out and make sure you're a real person. So I check out your page and whatever the fuck you got going on. And then I just say yes. Um, so this finally, I, I'm not joking. Five days in a row, this person went live. He and his wife and they're, they're, you know, they got a zither. You know what I mean? They're just, they're fucking kazoo, you know, and they're doing a stop, a hoedown in their fucking garage and good for you. Right. You know, it's time to be a star. Go ahead and save us all from boredom. You go ahead and bust out a tap dance with fucking uh, froggy when a courting, <laughs> you know, a Jews harp, whatever the fuck you got to do. I guess if it keeps you two from killing one another, go ahead and put on some impromptu show in your barn. But I don't know you. And you keep showing up in my fucking feed. So finally, after like the sixth day, I go, who the fuck is this guy? So I click on his name. Get this. This dude's not even my friend. Like he's not even my Facebook friend. I don't know who this fucking guy is. So now I'm thinking, all right, you know, after 12 years of this guy having to put up with my bullshit every week, now I'm I'm forced to watch him and his wife under a heat lamp as they sing into a brush. Whatever the fuck. Good for them. And I guess I can give him that space. But after the sixth day, I have to, I was like, what the fuck? I don't even know. And then I clicked, this guy's not my friend. I don't know who this fucking guy is. I don't know why. I don't know if he's paying to be put in my Facebook stream. I don't know. I'm just getting fucking ninja. Is he like the Muhammad Atta of Facebook live? And he's fucking crashing into my twin tower page. Whatever the fuck, man. I don't like it. But uh, he's showing up. And so I, you know what I did? I said, fuck this. I just, I fucking blocked him. I had to, I, I don't block anybody. I blocked my ex and, and, uh, some crazy dude who kept putting songs on my page and that's it. But this fucking guy, he, he, he went too. see you later. You and your live stream go, go fucking tin wax beans on your own time. Merle Haggard knockoff, uh, the highwaymen and Jen, whatever the fuck you guys want to be. Uh, so I, I fucking bailed. I was like, no, I can't do it. I just, I'm out. I'm out. Um, but also, you know, I mean, like I said, you guys have put up with my bullshit. So if I, if somebody's got a fucking show or whatever the fuck, and somebody's got a zoom trivia contest, all right, good for you guys. And I'll, I'll give it a cursory glance. Occasionally I'll scroll by, <laughs> but usually I gotta be honest. Most of the time I'm fucking sleeping, man. Because again, like I said, nobody gives a fuck. I'm, I'm, and I've thought to myself, maybe I should do a daily thing for discipline, like do a daily morning broadcast or whatever the fuck. And then I'm like, why? What, what does that mean? Cornflakes with Mike? Is that what you want to fucking see? <laughs> I just eat a bowl of cereal with you guys. Hey, just a virtual breakfast, virtual breakfast with your friend, Mike Schmidt. How you doing? Here's me with some rye toast and a big ass bowl of fucking frosted flakes. Chomp. Oh, look at me. Is it going to be healthy? No, just watch me eat cereal and have milk drip out of my beard. Jesus Christ. Nobody wants that, right? Uh, and I'm not asking like, right, like, please for validation. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Nobody wants that. Right. What if this whole thing was like a long con where mm, I really want people to watch me eat breakfast. It was like a fetish I had where I was like, Oh man, how great would it be to see, have people shove me, watch me shove pop tarts in my face. No, I promise you. I'm not that fucking guy. I wasn't like, right. Like, please validate me. I was just like fucking right. You don't want to see that. Uh, cause I don't want to do it. I mean, I don't, but then part of me, like I said, Part of me wants to reach out every day where I'm like, oh man, what if I did that? And I don't want to play video games all the fucking time because that's another thing. I play the video game and people show up in the fucking stream and I'm like, all right, I got to fight a dragon, whatever the fuck, who cares? I'm 50 years old. Why am I fighting a dragon? I'd like to just talk, but then half the time that deteriorates into a discussion of who likes what chips, you know what I mean? Which I don't mind. I like talking to people. That's fun. I mean, fuck, look what I did here. I don't know if it's fun. It's me talking to people though. (sighs) All right. So, so that's why, I mean, I have no discipline. I go to bed at fucking 10 a.m. 
And then I wake, and then, oh, so then here's the thing. I only get like five, six hours a night. Now it's not because I'm incapable of getting more than five or six hours a night. I can easily sleep eight hours a fucking night. I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep in your house. I get, like I said, I'm Dr. Fucking Seuss, man. But, uh, I don't want to sleep all day. So I only sleep like six hours. So then two days ago, I'm in my house and, uh, I want to, I was talking to bridge on the phone and then she said goodnight. And then I put the phone down on my chest on the couch. It was, it was like 10 45 PM at my house. And, uh, and I fucking zonked out. I was out. I slept seven hours on the couch, just sitting up. I don't think I even moved. The fucking phone was still on my chest. I was just so out of it, man. And then I woke up and yeah, this is yesterday. This is Friday or no Thursday. And so then I wake up and I'm like, all right, well, fuck, I got to, you know, whatever. And, uh, and then I'm, I was up in the morning and then that afternoon I sat on the couch and I, I, I fell asleep again for like a four and a half hour nap. And it's not even a nap. If you, if you sleep four and a half hours, that's not a nap. That's a nap. That's like seven A's. That's a nap. Not just a nap. Naps are like that. This is like fucking. That was that. That fucking long. Uh, so then that's what I'm saying. So my fucking schedule's all fucking bivouacked. So then I wake up at fucking five in the afternoon or whatever. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck. And now here we are, 7 a.m. I'm talking to you fucking guys. Uh, so I, I got to I gotta grab the reins. I, like, I, I went to my gym and uh, it's closed. Like there's a big, <laughs> let's put it this way. I was driving because this is when I was on the fucking chocolate raspberry hunt. And I was like, well, I'll go check at Ralph's, you know, for, for, cause I needed to get some eggs or whatever the fuck. So I said, well, I'll check Ralph's. So I, uh, I was on my way to Ralph's and I just happened to pass my gym. And I said, well, you know, I'll look, I look over, there's a big sign and it's awful. It's just this handwritten sign that just says, uh, business closed. But then I also saw like a dude that I knew was going in to the gym. Like he was unlocking the door. So I was like, all right. So I did a U-turn I parked. And I went in and I talked to him. He was in there and there was people working out. And it's because it's also now a physical therapy center. So it's an essential business. I don't fucking know. What do I know, man? I, I don't. All I know is I've got to get back somewhere to the to some semblance of what I was doing before. So I talked to him and then I talked to John a little bit. And John's, you know, John is smart. He's just like, I'm not getting sick. Fuck that. And I don't blame him. But part of me wants to go to the gym and I've, I asked how much it would cost if I just went in there every day and I found out and uh, just to do cardio and lift on my own. But also, like I said, man, 52 and fat, man, that's, that's, that ain't good. You know, cause that's exactly what this fucking disease is looking for. It's, it's just, it's just outside with a fucking snidely whiplash mustache and a fucking cape over its face. Just going <laughs> waiting to jump into my fucking lungs or whatever the fuck. And, but also I'm just, I'm just killing myself in my house with food and, and inactivity and sloth. So I got to choose, man. Am I, am I really unkillable? We'll see. We'll see. It's a decision I got to make. Uh, I might get back. I, just, I might just get back into the gym and right, get back to it. But also you can't do that because then you're going to kill somebody else. That's the deal. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm not even worried about me. I'm worried about hurting other people. That's the whole point. You stay in your quarantine because you could get other people sick. So it's, it's selfish to think that, oh, I should go and start my life again. And I don't want to be that guy, but I also, you know, I don't want to go to a park and, and, and dodge fucking hobos like goddamn Robert stack in an airport. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see, man. <laughs> I might just, you know what? I might just be quarantined and my fucking heart explodes. We'll see. I'm excited. I, you know what? It's, it's six of one. I could wind up dying in the house. I could wind up going out and dying. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in play is my point. I'm in play. Um, oh, Hey, sponsors. That's what I was telling you guys. We got sponsors for this show. Uh, I've mentioned our good friend, Rob Matsushita. He's got the knife drop podcast, which is kind of on hiatus right now, but if you want to find it, it's at pod Bay stitcher anchor, uh, places like that. Go ahead and look for it. He's there. Um, I think there's like seven episodes or whatever that you can check out, but our good friend, not that our, not that I see, not that Rob's not our good friend. Uh, he's also our good friend, but our good friend, um, fearful Jesuit has, uh, of course the paranoid strain podcast, which is available in the iTunes store right now. Why don't you listen to it? Why don't you download it? Why don't you subscribe to it and leave a review in the iTunes store? Tell them how much you love it. If you want to write them a note, get this. I think I've been giving you the wrong email address for fucking weeks. The paranoid strain at gmail.com. The paranoid strain at gmail.com. I didn't think there was a the, but, uh, but I'm, I'm apparently there's a the, and I, you know, I hear it at the end of every show. And for some reason, it's like when I hear it in the show, that's fine. Uh, but, but it's stuck this time where I was like, all right, that's definitely a the, there's a the in there. So the paranoid strain at gmail.com, go ahead and write a note to our good friend, fearful Jesuit. Tell him you love the show. Tell him you love me. Tell him you heard about everything through me. And then he'll think I'm a hitter and that'd be fine. Download all these past episodes. Look, he's got a million different things. And it's funny. Uh, the most, the most recent episode is a, it's about, uh, I don't know if you've heard there's a virus. Uh, it's about the, uh, the coronavirus and, and it's, uh, it is a quick hitter for him. It's only about an hour long show, but it's fucking fantastic. Um, this is what this, he's got all of his greatest hits too, by the way, on there. He's got your, uh, he's, we talk about televangelists. We talk about QAnon. We talk, we got some Alex Jones mixed into this episode. You'll hear that. Now I will say this, this is wild. He plays at one point, he plays a clip of Limbaugh and a clip of Trump kind of back to back. Now, Trump is Trump. He just sounds like a fucking loon bag, which is fine. Um, but but I haven't, you know, I don't listen to Limbaugh. I haven't heard him in forever. Now, I remember Limbaugh, what he used to sound like when I was a kid. And then he got deaf, right? Now he's got a fucking cochlear implant, but also he's got cancer, right? But I, does he have, let me ask you this. Does he have cancer of the grown-up voice? Because he sounds like he's on helium. Like he played this clip and in my head, I go, that sounds like Limbaugh but it sounds like a little kid doing a Limbaugh sketch. Like he's lost the fucking stentorian, the base, the, you know, whatever the fuck is friends. I'm here to tell you, you know, that, that kind of thing is gone. And he just, he just sounds fucking weak. Like his pipes are weak, which is good. Fuck him. I hope he loses his voice. But I mean, it, it's, uh, it was jarring for me. Cause at first I was like, that sounds like Limbaugh. But if Limbaugh was like a, like, <laughs> like if in a movie, somebody shot Limbaugh with a ray to make him a skinny little kid. And he's like, Hey, uh, uh, here we are. The EIB network. I mean, it, it just sounds fucking weird to hear him like this. And then right after it, he plays a clip of Alex Jones and I haven't heard Alex Jones in forever. And Alex Jones just, I don't know. Is he just going to turn into Sam Kinison? I mean, his voice sounds just like fucking Kinison. He starts talking and he's got, cause he has that kind of a Texas thing going on, you know? And I'm just like, Oh my God, he sounded to me. He sounded just like Kinison. It was wild. Um, but he plays clips of them, of course, saying that the virus is a hoax. Jones is his fucking bananas off the goddamn charts for saying it's a hoax. Uh, he plays some televangelists talking about it being a hoax. There's a guy who wants you to drink bleach. It says, I don't want to give it all away. Um, 
the Moonies are involved. I mean, it's just, it's just fucking crazy, but it's really cool. It gets to the, uh, a lot of the conspiracy and, and this is a developing story. So he even says he has like a breaking news thing in the middle of talking. He's like, we just learned this too. Cause it's, this is so fast moving. He actually learns something different while he's recording the show. So, and he actually, he actually yells at a dude. He's like, invest in a podcast. Come on, dude, invest in a podcast closet, which made me laugh. Um, we get to hear it from sibling Jesuit, or at least we, she gets referenced. Um, and here, there, there's a phrase, a televangelist says, this is my favorite. Uh, there's a death angel moving across the planet. Uh, there's a death angel on the loose, uh, passing out attitude adjustments. I think, I think I added the passing out, but it's like the de- there's a death angel on the loose. Uh, and you'll, and that'll give you an attitude adjustment is what the guy says. So I prefer to think of it as, Hey, there's a death angel on the loose passing out attitude adjustments. That's what this virus is. Um, but they, you drink this bleach and you're fine. It's what a fucking mess. This world is what a goddamn mess, but it's all broken down for you by our good friend, fearful Jesuit over there at the paranoid strain podcast available in the iTunes store right now. Download it, please subscribe, get the episodes, listen, send them a note at the paranoid strain at gmail.com, write a review in the iTunes store, talking about how much you love the show. You heard about it through me and, uh, and, and he's just going to keep them coming, man. Oh, and he also get this. He fucking, he talks about a televangelist named Paula white and he plays clips of her like speaking in tongues and shit, but he does not mention this. And I'm going to mention it to you right now. Jesuit failed to mention that her name is Paula white Kane. There's a hyphen. She's Paula White Kane uh, because she's married to Jonathan Kane from fucking Journey. And that's real. She's married to Jonathan Kane from Journey, and he's become a fucking wingnut Trump dude. And and they're both like, you know, they've had so many facelifts, their faces are frozen. Facelifts? Did I what I did? Facelifts? Uh, their faces are frozen, their lips don't move, you know, that kind of deal. And, uh, and it's caused problems with Journey. Like Neil Schoen fights with Jonathan Kane all the fucking time, like it's a mess. And, and, and Paula White is just a, she's a psychopath, man. She's just fucking crazy. And she's fucked Kane up. So, uh, so he mentions Paula White and he plays all these weird clips of her being crazy. And I was waiting for him to reference journey and he didn't. So I'm here to tell you right now, that's Paula White Kane married to Jonathan Kane from journey. So, uh, so you can hate her. Max will hate her even more. Max hates her for being a fucking weird ass God evangelist. But then he's like, wait a minute. She wrote, don't stop believing. I hate her even worse. Uh, cause Max don't like journey and he don't like any of those bands from the eighties. Uh, but the paranoid strain podcast available now in the iTunes store, go ahead and download it. And our friend Jesuit is the coolest and, uh, and you need to hear him. Go ahead and do that now. Uh, if you want to help this show and this, believe me, this is the time to help this show. You can do just that through several different avenues. One of them is cameo. I'll tell you right now, there's a cameo that exists. I, uh, I did a couple this week. I did a cameo. Get this. This is crazy. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this last week or not. Somebody booked me for a cameo for myself. Uh, a listener booked, it said it was booked by Mike Schmidt for my, they booked Mike Schmidt. It was Mike Schmidt booked Mike Schmidt to do a cameo for Mike Schmidt. And it basically said, uh, we want Mike to do a, a, a pep talk to himself to remind him that there are people out here who want to listen to him every week. And it was incredibly nice. I mean, it was just it was lovely and I'm glad somebody thought of me and it turned out it was our friend Ken who's in Canada who's just a uh, just a fucking badass cool dude and uh and so then I did that cameo and actually he posted it on the Westside 86 Jokers page you can see it if you go to the Jokers page it's on there now um and again it's just you'll you'll get an idea of what the cameo is it's literally just this but in bite-sized form on your goddamn phone you can see me doing it I don't know if that means anything to you but it exists uh, so you get the book cameo app on your phone and you book me. And also I just did one for our lovely friend, Tresha. It was her birthday. Happy birthday, Tresha. 
Uh, thank you so much for booking me. I'm sure her husband, Secret Agent Ken, booked me. And because they were supposed to get here's the thing, man, this fucking the virus fucked everything up. She was supposed to be in Honduras, man, on a cruise and going on vacation. And and I talked last week. I had Ireland. I had all this stuff that I was supposed to do. It all falls apart. And you you really there's really no answers as to when this stuff can ever happen again. I mean, even if they get a, you know, you'd have to get a vaccine and fucking cure everybody. And then you'd have to give it like two months to clear out. And so, I mean, I, this year might be a wash, man. I got no fucking idea. So it's, it's a shame. And anybody out there who's celebrating anything, anybody who's after dealing with this, it's just, uh, it's not easy, man. And I feel bad, but Tresha was supposed to go on a cruise to Honduras to her favorite beach. And she, she was trying to get some, uh, cause she's in Canada now, but she's from America and she wanted to get like there's, you know, certain foods in America that she loves that you can't get in Canada, but the, they closed the border before she could. It's just, you know, that'll, that'll kick your birthday right in the dick. So, so to be asked to be part of it via cameo and uh, to send her a message telling her, hey, man, you know, love you. Hang in there and, and have the best birthday you possibly can under the circumstances. I was happy to do it. Thank you, Ken, for thinking of me. And, uh, and thank you, Trish, because she also posted it online. So if you want me to do a cameo for you, that's an easy way to support the show. And then you'll get a chunk of me in your phone or your email or whatever the fuck. And you'll watch me and then you'll go, I hate this, but that's okay. Uh, you're helping the show and I appreciate you thinking of me. So book cameo, I think it's bookcameo.com, but also the app is on your phone. You can go ahead and do that. It makes it a lot easier for you if you go ahead and get the app on your phone. Uh, you can help the show through the Amazon link, which is available at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You go to the merchandise page, which was the Joe business page. And there's an Amazon link on there. You click it and and look, I understand right now. Amazon has a, has a lot of issues with deliveries and things are behind. But if you're using Amazon at all, uh, think of us. That would really help the show. It doesn't cost you anything. It, it's five minutes, you know, you're not even it's fucking 30 seconds. You get to Amazon, you go to my website, you click on the link and then you're on Amazon and you're shopping. And then whatever you buy, we get a little credit for. And it, it helps the show immeasurably. Thank you so much for thinking of us. Anybody who uses the Amazon link already and anybody who wants to go forward and use the Amazon link, that would really help out the show. Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com, go to the merchandise page, click on the Amazon link, and then you're in the store, you're shopping. It costs you nothing but time. And then uh, it helps the show out in ways that you can't imagine. Well, no, you can imagine it's money. <laughs> it's fucking because I can't, you know, I'm not driving anybody or anything these days. And, and this is my gig. So thank you so much for supporting that way. Um. You can be a Patreon person. You want to do that? Like uh, a couple of people who did this week. Let's let's salute our new Patreon people who've signed up and joined on board. Uh, our good friend Troy Drath has joined the show at the Patreon. Thank you so much, Troy, for thinking of me, signing up for a monthly contribution. You're the king. You're the best. I appreciate you thinking of me. And uh, and now I've said your name. And now I'll never speak of you again, Troy Drath. I, I will now I will now cast you to the wind. Incorrect. Uh, you will always be my favorite Troy Drath, the best Troy Drath I've ever spoken about in my entire life. Thank you so much for thinking of me and helping out the show via Patreon. And also, this is a gentleman who has been a part of this show from the beginning. If I remember correctly, I believe he was in Boston. I don't know if he still is. Uh, it's our good friend, Jamie D. Batista, who uh, I know I'm friends with on Facebook. I see him periodically pop up on occasion. I don't remember if he saw me in Boston. He might have. I don't look. I, I'm an old person. That was 2011. So you're talking nine years ago. I know I, I apologize if I if I, there's gaps in my memory. Uh, but I believe me, like I said, I get emails every week going, ah, you fucked that guy's name up. Yes, I did. Oh, oh, glorious. I also did a two hour comedy show at the speed of my fucking head. You fuck. Uh, but ignore me. Uh, but Jamie D Batista, he gets all that man. And now he has gone ahead and signed up to be a Patreon person. Thank you, Jamie, for thinking of me. Thank you for 
for including me in your life for as long as you have. Like, I, I'm not even joking. Like, as far back as I can remember, you've been a part of this show. You've been listening and you've been someone who's participated and engaged with me on, on social media. And uh, fuck it, man. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life this long. Uh, it's it's an honor and 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 I appreciate it very much. So Jamie D. Batista, Troy Drath, new Patreon people, thank you so much for signing up and including me in your life and helping me out month to month because that uh, that's needed. I I always like I said I used to go oh this is so appreciated but not necessary. Well guess what? It's now necessary. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Uh, Twitch exists. I do streaming video games as I just mentioned. You can find me at twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy, twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. And when you come there, you can follow or subscribe to the channel. If you subscribe, you can subscribe with tier one, tier two, tier three. That's cash every month, but you have to renew it every month. Or no, you don't. Actually, yeah, you do. You have to renew it every month. But also, there's an Amazon subscription you can use that costs you nothing. If you use your Amazon Prime subscription, you can subscribe to me and it gets me five bucks, costs you nothing. Just come to the channel. Uh, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. I'm on there playing games. Sometimes I'm just talking, uh, but I'm on there virtually every day. So come and visit me and hang out and watch me play games, jump in the stream, have fun. We'll talk. Uh, you'll watch Jeremy drive the hype train and it's a nice little community we got in there. It's uh, it's small, but mighty. And a lot of the same people come and visit and that's really cool. I'm glad that they give me a part of their day and they spend time with me. Uh, people like Kiki and Travis and Tanya, of course, and Liana and, uh, Rob is there all the time. Everybody's super cool. Uh, you know, Anne, Princess Anne is there. And um, yeah, our, and, and Murtab93 is there. <laughs> Wants me to play Burger Time all the time. Uh, Paul Miranda, our boy Scott in Canada. Uh, everybody, man, everybody. I'm sure Michael, our friend Michael. I know I'm forgetting people and I don't mean to, but everybody who comes and hangs out, I appreciate it very much. And I don't take this the wrong way. My goal is to not remember everybody who's at the at the channel. I would love to have it so many people that I can't remember their names. Um, so why don't you come and watch, check me out on twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. I'm there playing games all the goddamn time. Uh, so what do we got? Cameo. We got Amazon. We got Patreon, Twitch, YouTube. There's a YouTube channel. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel and, uh, you know, there's a game I bought that I've told I should stream on YouTube rather than Twitch. So look for that in the future. There's YouTube videos a coming. I know I keep saying that and you're like, ha ha, whatever. Yes, I know we will. Just stick with me. But if you go become a member of the YouTube channel, you'll never have to fucking think about it again until it pops up on your phone that I'm all of a sudden on YouTube or a new video has been offered on YouTube. And then you'll be like, holy fuck, he did it. Don't you want to be there for that discovery? Don't you want to be one of the people that goes, holy fuck, he did it? Maybe you do. So what you do is you go ahead and sign up there at YouTube. Just be, and only get it, Again, that costs you nothing either. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's a button. You click it, done. You're subscribed. It doesn't cost you anything. It's not. I'm not bothering you about it. Only when a video goes up will you be notified. And anybody else can tell you there's cobwebs coming on my YouTube channel. But that's going to be changing soon. Uh, and all, but all you get is a notification. It's not intrusive. It doesn't bother you. Um, and it helps, man. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That'd be fantastic. Because uh, I'm not driving. You know what I mean? I'm not doing any of that shit now. And it's funny because I told you I looked into grocery stores. I looked at all that stuff. I looked into Amazon. I looked into um, Instacart. And it's just, there just seems like so many hoops to jump through. And then you're reading about all these fucking horror stories, man. Like Instacart, I don't know if you, there was actually, this this is a national story about tip baiting. So the way Instacart works is people, they they tell you how much they're going to tip. And then you go get their groceries and you bring them to them. And what's going on is people are saying they'll tip 50 bucks 
on Instacart and then you go do the shopping for them and you bring them their groceries. And then once you drop them off, they change the tip in the app and they give you nothing. And they, they interviewed a bunch of drivers. They're like, yeah, that happens all the time. And it doesn't surprise me because I told you I drove for Uber and I, and, and 90% of the fucking population doesn't tip. They just don't because Uber told them they didn't have to. And also they don't have to look you in the face. It's not a thing where they're paying you. It's just all done by computer. So they get out of your fucking car. You don't remember who they are and they don't have to fucking tip. It's just, it's, I don't understand it because at my age, I know you take care of service people. You take care of people who take care of you. That's always just been a part of my life. Uh, but I guess it's been phased out. And, and, uh, but then that bait and switching, that's a whole new fucking, that's just some evil bullshit, man. That's like the chick who stole the 80 bucks from me. It's just like, what are you doing, man? Now you're actively hurting a person. Like if you don't tip, you're just a cunt. But if you, if you literally tell somebody you're going to tip them and then they do the work for you and then you yank the tip off the table, look in the fucking mirror. What's wrong with you, man? Who the fuck do you think you are? I don't understand. And again, like I said, I, I wind up sitting in my house and I don't understand what the fuck anybody's doing these days. I, I told you, I went to the store. I went to the fucking raspberry hunt. So I went to five different Walgreens. I went to a fucking Ralph's dudes, not even joking. Three of the parking lots, three, well, two of the parking lots, two of the parking lots I went to, there were discarded fucking surgical gloves on the ground. Because in, in L.A., they're telling you to wear gloves and a mask, right? So what these assholes are fucking doing is they're taking the gloves and they're, and they're wearing them into the store and then they pack their car with all the groceries. And then because they don't want to bring the gloves with the germs or whatever in their car, they just take them off and they don't go to the fucking trash. They throw them on the ground. What the fuck are you doing? Like, just use your logic. If you think, oh, these are so germy, I don't want to bring them in my car. I'm now going to leave them out in the open air so anybody walking by can breathe the fucking spores or whatever the fuck comes off here. And also, we don't know how fucking clean you are, motherfucker. Your hands can be fucking disgusting. What the fuck are you doing? Why Why is littering ever something you would think to do? And you just throw, like, medical waste on the goddamn ground? It makes no fucking sense. Then I went to a store, and I saw this one I saw happen because the other two places I just saw gloves on the ground. I saw a woman take off a surgical mask and put it on the ground, throw it on the ground, just throw it down. The surgical mask, not even like, I, what the fuck? She opened her trunk, she put her stuff in and she put, and she just did that. And I, and I just, I looked across at her and I go, seriously. And she looked at me and I go, seriously, you're just going to throw that. Out? And then and she like scurried into her car and closed the door. Cause she was scared of me and she's scared of breathing air and she's scared of the world. And what the fuck are you doing, man? Who do you, we all live here. We're all breathing. We're all trying to stay alive. And do you think throwing your medical waste on the ground is giving anybody confidence? Honestly, you know what? People throwing their medical waste on the ground makes me think, maybe I don't want to stay alive. Maybe I want to go inhale some of these fucking spores. Maybe I want to dry drown in my own fucking blood.
Charlie Doe Podcast. Podcast.